Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Season 2 of Mother May I Sleep With Podcast, the only podcast dedicated exclusively to Lifetime original movies. I'm your host, Molly McAleer. Thanks, Steven. Um... Ted Travel set us here to talk about one of my favorite movies, my new favorite movie, <laughs> 12 Feet Deep. This one came up in the um, in our Facebook group, which was which, you know, we're kind of on and popping. And I should I should add you guys. We do have a Patreon page. I don't know if you know that, um, but we have one. Patreon.com slash. I don't know. Just look at Mother May I Sleep with podcast on Patreon. I should I should know that um, I should know what it is. I just don't. Um but you guys, um, you recommended this movie to me, and I have to tell you, I'm not even sure if this is a Lifetime movie. It it it, it did end up being a Lifetime movie. It's gone through like three incarnations. Yeah, because three it, different titles too, I believe. Yeah, so it's uh, okay. So it's Twelve Feet Deep colon Trapped Sisters. Yes. But now, I mean, I, but I also have heard it referred to as because one of our one of our favorite things here is how Lifetime movies. I don't know if it's how they market it by region. Or if there's a reason why they can't call it a certain thing in certain places. But a lot of these movies we we do have, like, the poster for the film does not match the title of the movie at all. <laughs> like, it's a completely different title. Like, it might as well be a different movie. <laughs> so, do you know what the other... Did you look up what uh, the other titles uh, were? Yeah. It's, like, of all the information I have, it's... I, I, do, I think it was something about the danger in the deep end or some kind of, like... Like that makes sense. Deep end, going down the deep end. Can we like? Can we theorize on um, why it is they do that? Is it different markets? Do you think? Or I wonder if it started out. I wonder if it like ended up at Lifetime. Like if it was made right, shopped you know, around, shopped and then... around, then Lifetime, you know, said all right. That's interesting to think of someone putting their money down on this and being like, you know what, we're just going to make this and see what happens. Um, so I noticed the first thing right away that like popped up on the screen was that one of the production companies was called Citizen Skull. Citizen Skull, their, um, their little uh, tagline yeah. is uh, the nucleus of all quality projects. The story. <laughs> That is really funny. Now, did you see that one of their movies is called Pussy Willow Dirtbags? <laughs> I missed that. Yeah. But that seems like story it's, is what makes that a quality project. Right, exactly. There's a movie just called Doula, and then they have no idea what year it was made, so they just have four question marks next to the title of it on IMDb. It's called Doula? Like like, like, a, like a doula. Yeah. Like, like who a, helps with births. Yeah. I mean, I guess that sounds scary. 
I am sure, I'm sure that's a horror movie as that, well. That, I can see that being a horror movie in a minute. Let me click on Doula and see what's up with her. Because <laughs> that's actually like probably an under for... Oh, wow. A secluded redneck community dealing with the aftermath of their local midwife encounter... <laughs> encounter four girlfriends on a road trip to escape the past on the perfect... On the perfect locality for an entrapment to begin. Is this a sentence? Can, will you read this? Is this a real sentence? Am I am I just like am I hitting the wrong beats or is that like not a sentence? A secluded redneck community dealing with the aftermath of their local midwife encounter. No, it's not. Four okay. girlfriends on a road trip to escape the past on the perfect locality for an entrapment. No, this was this is uh, fake. That's not, English. That's, it's yeah, like that's it's like a bad translation. That's it, like somebody. You're exactly right. They probably tried to translate it like from a, another language. Know, I'm just gonna throw out like it might be like a Korean production company that has financed the film totally. and now tried to market in America. Yeah, because they can't even say what your doula was made. Pussy willow dirt bags. I'd like to look into for a moment. But there was an image for the doula poster, right? Of like a rocking chair and a woman. Yeah, yeah. it was so rocking. It was a very scary font too. Now, <laughs> Pussy Willow Dirtbag says, old dreams, new superstars. And I have a feeling based on <laughs> based on this that, oh, it's a, do- okay, so Pussy Willow Dirtbags is a documentary from Pedro Del, Del Bray. That it's can- a documentary? Yeah, that follows a group of adults who play a game of pickup baseball on Tuesday afternoons. <laughs> <laughs> that is the like the most misleading title. Um, I mean, I think honestly, that's their version of like a um, like a trivia team name. Oh, totally. You know, like, yes, like absolutely. they're like, oh, we don't have a name for our pickup baseball team. We'll just go with like Pussy Willow Dirtbag. Yeah, I mean you know? that makes complete sense. Yeah, but did not expect that as no. The I mean, topic, literally, subject. why would you like? There's nothing about that in, that implies that. If I had to, I would think it was a coming of age film. Uh, yeah, or like some sort of uh, uh, Dukes of Hazard uh, updated Southern Fried, uh, um, you know, sex comedy. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also a show called Mother of the Bride, which I think is just a reality show. I mean, I think I could probably sell something to Citizen Skull. Uh, but I feel really confident about that. I, 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 th- I think it would, yeah. It's Should I ask my agent if I can get a general at them? <laughs> <laughs> so, hear me out. <laughs> They've made a lot of really great films, uh, such as Heartthrob. Yeah, like, oh, and I love it when they act like, oh, Peter Fascinelli is in this, and he's a person, right? He was the one who um, hurt Jenny Garth's feelings. Peter Fascinelli? Yeah. Is he's he not the-, the guy... Who's the guy from Bosom Buddies? The not Tom Hanks, but the other guy who was a dad on Girls. That's um not that's some. Oh no, else. I think he's too young for that. This guy was, <clears throat> excuse me, this guy was on the Supergirl TV show Nurse Jackie. I mean, you know what? Just goes to show. Yeah, he was the he's the guy from Twilight that was married to Jenny Garth, and then I don't know if there was cheating there or what it was, but their breakup was both a surprise to people and upsetting. I remember that. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really, I mean, look, I'm not happy to see someone get divorced, but I have to say that like when everyone was like, love is dead. When Chris Pratt and Anna Faris announced their like divorce, I was like, who cares? Like 
But were you literally basing your life on whether or not that marriage survived? Like, I vaguely knew that they were married. <laughs> but, like, it's not, like, this isn't love is dead material for me. Love is dead is, like, Scott Peterson killing his wife. Yeah, the, literally. Yeah. Literally. It's yeah. fucking dead. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I wasn't invested in Chris Pratt, Anna Ferris in a way that... Uh, yeah, that didn't, I, I mean, I can't say that I had, there's been a celebrity breakup or two that I've, that's kind of bummed me out, but yes. just so mildly. You know, uh, I, I'm just disappointed in Ben Affleck. That's where I really come yeah. in on that. Cause I feel like Jennifer Garner is the best mother in America. And I've been witnessing that for a long time. Yeah. And I'm like, how dare you hurt her? Yeah. Do you think her move towards evangelical film came after their breakup or was that just always is she doing evangelical she's film? done some i'm not talking hardcore christian movies sure. but moving in there there's a couple that have kind of in theaters i think so wow yeah i mean good for her i do know that ben was raised catholic by the way like you guys were talking about lobsters because wags has a stuffed lobster we can get into the movie in a minute i just need to say this out loud i'm I want a lobster roll so bad right now, but I could never trust it because it's not a Massachusetts. It's not from Massachusetts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where are you from? Oh, all over. But I did uh, New Mexico, but I lived in New England. I lived in Portsmouth, New Hampshire for two years. Oh, okay. So I know about. I don't love New Hampshire. Oh, look, it was the darkest time in my life. Yeah, Seventh and eighth sense. grade, like going through puberty in, in a small coastal New Hampshire town. We've talked about this because think assholes have. are from uh, New Hampshire. Like a lot of the people from there are assholes. And so I can't imagine that was a fun time. No, it was it, to go from New Mexico to New Hampshire. Right. Uh, and then without your dad in the picture was like, yeah, it was... It was it was super dark. That um, is rough. New Mexico is lovely. Did you it, know? It, yeah, it is. They give you like if you are if you live in Albuquerque, like just for living there, no matter what your income is, you get two hundred dollars in food stamps every month. I I'm not aware of that, but I think that sounds very reasonable. I mean, it I was the pack land up of enchantment there tomorrow. So. Yeah, cause yeah, yeah. There was um, I was on a road trip, passed through Albuquerque. And some like home, and thank God the waitress at this place we had got explained to me the food stamp situation. She was like, "Oh, you goes out from out, out out in L.A. Like I used to live out there, but I love living here. Like you get the food stamps." And I was like, "What food stamps?" <laughs> and she was like, "Because she's like it has her job." And I'm like looking at her, I'm like, "What food stamps are you on?" And she's like, "No, everyone here gets food stamps just for living here." Um, so then a homeless guy hits me up right when I walk outside. He hits me up. He hits me up right when, as soon as I walk outside of the um, restaurant and he's like, hey, my food stamps haven't come yet. Like, and I was like, wow, wow, man, this is just like a thing people are talking about. They're food stamps. Yeah. It's like once you hear a thing, you start hearing it everywhere. I mean, so. I guess it could be that effect as well. Or they But you should have really... said, well, dude, they'll, they'll come. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry, man. They come every month. The waitress might have some that yeah. if you go in. Yeah. I wonder if like they expire after a month or if you can just hoard your food stamps. Ah, wow. You could be like food stamp rich. Yeah. Like like you have your own account. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I would like that. I would like to, I would like to look into a lifestyle where I do that. So, um, basically this movie, I'm an idiot. I would like to throw that out there. I'm a, actually, you know what? No, I'm not an idiot. I'm a believer. 
Um, I really thought when they said this movie was based on a true story that we were watching a factual reenactment. Oh, wow. Well, that would have been so great. I mean, right? And that's like part of the it's reason. It's so tragic, but actually, well, not really, because, well, I yeah. we don't want to, no spoilers. I mean. No, I mean, it's okay if you use spoilers. <laughs> I will tell you, there's a, there's a, a, a strange mix of people who listen to this podcast. A lot of them are lifetime fans that know and love these movies. And then there's some that are just like, yeah, I've never watched Lifetime. I just like to listen to you guys talk about them. So they they will never see the movie. They, <laughs> we could lie to them about this the entire time. Um, so, yeah, spoilers aren't really a big deal. But I will tell you, there's a lot of tragedy in this that even if it did happen to two sisters, hard top pool cover aside... There's a lot of tragedy in this Oh, family. yeah, big time. Yeah, like, yeah. Actually kind of dark that the writers chose this of all things. Huge. To, I mean, the pool is the least of their issues, honestly, really. Like, um, when, like, when they start to get into it, I, cause first of all, I just got to ask, how do you think you would handle this situation? Oh, well... You know, I was thinking about that, like in the movie itself. Um, you typed I, out your notes. You're the best. What's that? You typed out your notes. You're the best. <laughs> well, I try. I started to transcribe them because my handwriting is just like a crow, like scratching. On I don't the think rooftop. anyone has ever come this prepared before. This oh, is wow. amazing. Well, hold on. It's just. It's mostly just the same sentence over and over. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> it's a Citizen Skull production company tagline typed over and over again. Exactly. Um, I did write down at some point the four stages of getting stuck in a pool um, which because I was thinking about the seven <laughs> stages of grief uh, in the movie I, 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 it's like shock and denial anger and bargaining depression reflection loneliness and then eventually acceptance which I take as drowning yeah um, I, if I think personally if I that happened to me well I realized you know there's a shallow end Yes, and I was... Ar- so you're not treading Steven- water the whole time. No, I told Stephen before this, I was like, dude, this movie's going to be horrifying. It's called 12 Feet Deep. I'm like, that means it's an Olympic-sized pool that doesn't have a shallow end. Because, like, in my experience, Olympic-sized pools do not have a shallow end. But um, it did, in fact, have a shallow end, which for me really took away the majority of the danger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my wife watched the trailer with me. She's like, oh, I would just snap on one of those ropes because they have those floating ropes, Same. you know, which ended up happening in the Land movie. dividers, yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, but the, yeah, the, the shallow end, if it happened to me, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm claustrophobic, so right. that's a little upsetting. I, I, I got to say quickly, sorry, I don't want to take tangent off, but... Um, uh, th- the first thing I thought of when I watched the trailer was a movie that I saw as a child mm-hmm. called The Legacy. Never heard uh, of it's it. A, it's 1978, I think. It's a British-American horror film. Uh, Sam Elliott, Catherine Ross, Roger Daltrey's in it. Um, it's basically about these L.A. interior decorators that somehow go over to England and get caught. In a, they get they're in a house with these five people that are kind of benefactors for this guy who's dying. Okay. And so they're all there to vie to see who's going to take over the estate, this big English estate. And, uh, they all start dying off mysteriously one by one. Um, but this one death scene, this woman is swimming in this lovely pool and she goes to surface and it's just suddenly turned to like a glass top. Oh no. So she's trapped under the water. Uh, and as a child, I just uh, vivid memories of her, like 
there was no, um, you know, airspace or anything. And she they stole this from that. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I, I mean, I, there's a lot of influences out there. I mean, there is the true story of the woman in Australia who. So she died on Christmas Day, but was she stuck under a hard top cover? It said she was stuck under the pool cover, but I don't get it really. Uh, yeah. You know, like if. I don't know. There's all sorts of, there's floating pool covers. There's floating things. So yeah. there could be, you know, an element of something very heavy that you can't, but it's all, it seems very suspect to me. Yeah, it is super suspect. And additionally, yeah, like someone put her in there. So like three days isn't that big of a deal. Like when you think about other climbs and conditions you could be stuck in that are like miserable, this is not even close to my top three. No, not even. And it's so and if it is a heated pool, which it it, it is. Yeah. Um, and most pools uh, for competition pools are heated. I found out to about 80, 84, 82 to 84 degrees, which is for the best, the best, the best exercise. That's the, for, for exercising. Yeah. Um, so I you you know, if you're in a heated pool, there's a shallow end. I don't think you really you might there might be some dehydration. You know, yeah, you know, dehydration at worst. I mean, three days without water is about as much as somebody can go. So, yeah. Um, I mean, if you had, if you drank some of the chlorine, what would happen? Like, if you were just taking small sips, I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, that's a good question. I, I you know, there's already chlorine in your tap water, depending right. where you are. Where right. I lived as a child, there was an overabundance of chlorine in the tap water, and it stained my teeth. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, luckily not to the degree where I can't smile. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but there was, uh, but I know that different places have, have chlorine in the water. Um, wow, that's terrible. But, but so I would imagine it'd be um, less dangerous than drinking seawater, for instance. Yeah, oh, if you sure. Were like, yeah, no, you, know. you won't, you, you would not be drinking seawater. No, you don't even. You don't last long with that. Don't go, no, go there. No, some gets in, the Atlantic Ocean is so salty, too. It's yeah. way saltier than the Pacific Ocean, that's, in my experience. Yeah, that's interesting. I I've have more experience in the Atlantic Ocean, and it is salty. It is salty. As hell. Yeah. Um. So, let's get into our two leads. So we have these two sisters. Uh, I'll just tell you now. One is named Bree. She's the one that's obviously named Bree. Like the good names alone are so. Bree and Jonah. Jonah spelled Jonna, J-O-N-N-A. But I guess, would anybody call themselves Jonna? Probably not. No. I mean, but like also, how did she even come up with that? Like, how did their mother come up with that? I mean, especially like, it didn't sound like they had the best home life. No, it didn't. I mean, you know, uh, her mom, their mom now has a boyfriend named Steve, I guess, apparently. We oh, find right. Oh, right. Um, that's they're not a big fan of, but he's got to be better than the dad, as we will find out, because the dad was uh, the dad's really the whole reason we're in the pool. Yeah, and Jonah is is kind of an exotic name to me in a way, and I don't know where <laughs> she would have found that name. I really don't. I don't see this as a woman who's leafing through, you know, literature or something <laughs> like that, looking book. for names. Yeah, maybe it was just in the baby name book that you buy at the grocery store, but who knows? Um, and then. Um, so Bree's like had like, I don't know, a much more charmed life. It seems, uh, she's obviously been through some shit, but she seems like the sister that like has it together. She's been favored. It seems like almost in a way, do you think they're twins? 
No. Okay, I was under the impression they were twins. Huh. That's interesting. I was under the impression that Brie was a little older, and she was kind of the protective older sister. Okay. Um, uh, based on what comes out later in the film. Sure. Um, I, I thought that, you know, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, it seemed like she was just a little bit older. I guess I also thought she was older because, uh, or they were twins because, like, who the fuck goes swimming together? Like, yes, something well, you do because a they have nearly have the same bathing suit. <laughs> uh, both bathing suits zip down the front. Yeah, uh, there. At first, I thought it was the same bathing suit, but it's a little different cut in the back. Yeah, but then I was like, well, is this a bathing suit that do they make? all women wear the same bathing suit at this pool? Is, is there some sort of uniform for this pool? Yeah, no, like, I think the zipper existed solely because they were like, how are we going to fit possible cleavage into this film? Y- yes, yes, Jonah's kind of playing with that zipper at the beginning. Like, yeah, what are you doing? You, you, need to, <laughs> you need to know. Um, so... Yes, yeah, so that, that yeah, that was an interesting... Sorry, you were saying why you thought they might be twins, and I... I don't know. I guess I'm just saying that, like, going swimming with someone is so intimate and strange. Like, who just, like, meets up with someone to go swimming? Uh, well, that's what... Yes, especially... It's so weird. I was thinking, like, if you haven't seen somebody, clearly, they make it clear that they haven't seen each other in a long time. Like, years, maybe. Possibly years. Like, uh, you know, she said... I mean, she reveals later, Brie reveals that she's a diabetic and that she's been a diabetic for three years and her sister didn't know this. Well, but okay. So let's say you haven't seen somebody. Let's say you haven't seen your sibling in a year. Right. You're going to meet at a pool. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I like Six here's months, the, it's weird. It's like, let's have coffee or let's come over to my house. Let's catch up. A pool, like swimming might be three or four. Like you go, you catch up, you have coffee. Then you, then like a week or so later, you have lunch. Oh, you've sorry. reestablished, you know, a connection. Yeah, exactly. And it's then like, you maybe say, hey, remember when we had the good times at the pool when we were kids? Let's go swimming, you know. It's it, an even more severe version of like why you don't go on to a movie on a first date. Yes. It's like because your head is submerged in water like how are you supposed to catch up when you're doing laps exactly you know i don't know unless brie planned this as a way for them to really reconnect (laughs) so yeah there's also a lot of finger pointing in this movie which i did not i mean i'm a person who's so naive that i would never think to assume someone was doing anything evil and there's a lot of finger pointing in this movie that's a little off topic but i'll just tell you right now that we know it's a three-day weekend because the pool manager who's my absolute husband he's like he's probably like 65 years old and <laughs> so he's, angry he's so angry and he's call, he's talking to his wife on the phone and he's like hey honey yep what you making was like turkey giblet casserole yeah, but he so but who's but he says giblet Giblet. Turkey giblet casserole? <laughs> what the Jesus Christ so do you think it was his choice as an actor to use that hard G I think they were trying to imply that his wife is stupid. Yeah, because he's repeating to make something room back. For me, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was... I, I think he's he's obviously repeating something, um, and also like that's just so classic. Like you know, bad. Like oh yeah, your wife's a bad cook. Like who makes that? Who would make that? Who would think anyone wants to eat that? So on, many different things you could make other than turkey giblet casserole so so many other things i mean unless they, they she just had them lying around 
Maybe there's a recipe we don't know about that's much better than it sounds, but no. it was a choice that the writers made that I thought was a little bit shady. Oh, it was totally, I was yeah. like, you're implying that either A, these people are like kind of white trash, B, just like the wife's a, a big dumbo, C, I mean, they're just like, I mean, it's a, it just was like, it just was like trying to, I don't know, point out the working classness of it all. And I didn't, I, I wasn't a fan of that. No. I mean, and you work at a pool doesn't mean you're lower class. Exactly. You're no. going to eat weird casseroles on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, and, and that's another thing. I think I keep forgetting that it was Thanksgiving. That's, that's the reason it was the holiday weekend, right? Yeah. Well, well there was really no way for us to know that except for, um, Except for the fact that Jonah at one point says, when we get out of here, I'm going to eat the whole Thanksgiving turkey. Yes. So do you think it's... So, okay. Like, do you think it's um, post-Thanksgiving? So that turkey giblet casserole is, is leftover? Like, it's made from the leftovers? Well, or? then what would be the three-day weekend right after, shortly after... Is it Black Friday, Saturday, Sunday? You know what, actually? Wow. Um... But then why would it be open on Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving is a That's four no day Yeah. This is not. Wow. Oh my god, know. these guys fucked up. <laughs> Unless they were swimming on Thanksgiving. Which would I guess I mean, if that's the case, I can see why he'd be so pissed. Because he's pissed from the get go. Yeah. He's, he's insulting the children. He's like <laughs> you know, little putts. And uh yeah, it's it's not um it's, it's just not not a happy place. The whole pool has this kind of ambiance of a prison. Yeah. A well, bit. pool employee culture is not known for it's like friendliness. Like it's a very, <laughs> it's not no a running. friendly industry. Like it's just, everyone is always, there's so much danger involved. Like you're constantly on edge. Like some kid <laughs> slips and hits their head. Like you just like, you have your finger, like you have nine in one dialed at all times with, with that other one ready to go at any point at any moment. So yeah, we see at the sign. The, the sign goes up. Uh, pool closing for extended holiday. Maybe it's different in Canada. I don't know. Look, I'm trying to make this work for them in ways that they didn't try and make it work for me. Exactly. So, exactly. Um, we see Bree get out of the pool. She debates leaving her ring on or or to take it off. She decides to take it off, which I think was the move. Maybe don't wear your new engagement ring in a public pool anyway. Yeah. But I guess it's like so that Jonah doesn't see it right away. Like it's a surprise. Like she wants to, because she wants to reveal, like, look at the ring. Yeah. And there's also just so much tension between the two of them that she's like, dude, I haven't even told this bitch about my diabetes. Like I can't, I am not going to like. Be like, hey, I have diabetes. I could go into shock at any time. And also I'm engaged. Like, it's just too much to catch up with. Especially now that we know that Jonah is a drug addict. Yes. So, so weirdness. Sorry, one sec. Why does she have in her glove compartment a syringe? I, th- that's just like, it says, I, it's, they want you to know she's a drug addict or a recovering addict. or It's a ridiculous, like... It's like, what can we do in this moment, this directorial choice? What can we, let's throw a syringe in the glove compartment so we know that she has her struggle. Yeah. There's, there's her obstacle. Uh-oh, syringe. But see, what's interesting is they have, in the previous shot, they have one shot where they reveal that Brie is both diabetic and a burn victim in the same <laughs> shot. Like she checks her blood sugar. Yeah. And you see her burned arm all in the same shot. Yeah. Her blood sugar, by the way, is 105, which is pre-diabetic. 
uh, normal blood sugars between 70 and 100. So, but then later, see, and there was a lot of online arguing about this diabetes stuff. Oh, the writers. The writers didn't represent that well because later she says, I have low blood sugar. Yeah. And, uh, and this woman online is like, well, if she has low blood sugar, she needs carbs. Uh, right. She needs a glucagon shot. She doesn't need insulin. Uh, and there was a lot of black back and forth about that. She, the, the writer's not re- representing diabetes well. Yeah, um, and when we'll, we'll find out. There's more about the diabetes. I have a lot of questions, and I'm glad the online community spoke out about it. Yeah. Um, because... I really, I didn't get so reddity, and normally I do love a good Reddit moment, but I didn't really go there um, this time except to find out. I think I felt very defeated when I found out this wasn't a scene-by-scene true story. Yeah. And that was a very defeating moment for me. You just thought it was going to be like security cam footage of the actual event. basically. (laughs) So um, we find out also that Jonah is like, we find out in a little bit that she's been sober for a while. So I'm also like, or I thought that we were going to be watching her go through like heroin withdrawals. Three months, two weeks, 14 hours. Yeah, which says. also is not that long. No. And also in to have paraphernalia around you still at that point. No, and what I was... Oh, yes, to get back. That seeing the syringe right after you see the blood sugar check, could you could say like, well, are they both diabetic? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not... I, I didn't, but, but I mean, that, that would, that could be confusing. Um, yeah. But, but the, to- yeah, I, I think the first third of the movie, I kept thinking, oh, okay, one's going to go into diabetic mm-hmm. shock and the other one is going to be in withdrawal and they're both going to be looking for their quote unquote fix, you know, you need that fix. And I wish it had played out like that. Yeah, me too. We'll send, I'll send some notes to Lifetime, but we see um, a sanitation worker. Is I, I don't know why I like wrote a sanitation worker. Like throughout this, I call her a janitor. I don't know really what she is. She's just kind of like the just, cleaning lady yeah, for the custodian. Uh... Totally. Um, so she's in the woman's locker room looking through the lost and found, and the manager catches her taking cash from wallets. Yeah, and. Go, oh, go ahead. It just, this, I don't know. I This is one of those scenes where I was like, either this is super naturalistic and just, and brilliant, or this is one of the worstly, worst written scenes ever. Because it was written so strangely because... Um, she sees him come in. Yeah. She doesn't really react. She's rifling. She kind of puts it, but she just kind of keeps going. And then he's just kind of like, I, but it doesn't. You don't even know it's lost and found. It's just like a locker room, right? I think it's like shit that was left over at the locker room, and he's like, "Shouldn't that be in the lost and found or something?" Yeah, so yeah, like, that's exactly what he says. But also, like, she wasn't. She she didn't take the money and pocket it. Like she he, she was just touching it when he walked in. Yeah, she was so, like looking at it. And yeah, she's like, I'm looking for an ID. The whole thing was really suspect. And then and then like he's like, I just wrote a letter to your parole officer actually wait he says i just literally sent a report to <laughs> parole officer he said i just literally and i was like what 14 year old girl was this part of men- so, like a virgin supposed to go to like an older man like does not just throw out like literally in his in his sentences like that i just literally sent a report to your parole officer <laughs> I think that belongs in the lost and found. Uh, yeah, I was I was looking for the ID in there. 
You know, I just literally sent the report to your parole officer this morning. I said good things about you. You finish off your shift and you're done. Make sure you empty the trash bins. Rugrats, this is not a playground. Sugar high. Ew, what happened to your skin? Hey, why don't you get out of here, you little shit? They're just kids. Bad breed. You look good. Hey, the lockers were closed. I saw your bag on the bleachers. I just put my stuff in there. Is it cool? You coming in? It's heated. It's an upgrade from what I remember. Place remodeled. A lot has changed. Yeah. Don't know, I'm glad you came. It's been too long. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know, it was... Either this or sit at home and listen to mom bitch about her stupid boyfriend. What's his name again? Phil or Steve? Steve. Whatever. So, how long has it been? Three months, two weeks, and 14 hours. I'm proud of you. To hell with it. <laughs> Remember sophomore year? We used to bet who could race around the pool the fastest? Oh, come on, Bree. Come on, maybe you could break another swimming record. Loser buys dinner. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm at minus five in the bank, so you're getting dinner either way. <laughs> Deal. Come on, wimp. You know I'm gonna own you, right? Oh yeah. So gonna own you. Let's go. Time to go. They're closing up. Ladies, they're closing up. You need to get out of the pool. You're open till 7. It's a holiday weekend. You see all the signs hanging up around here? Some people need to learn how to read. Some people need to learn how to kiss my ass. something I want to show you. Yeah? Thank you all for coming. Have a pleasant holiday weekend. The Katia Public Pool is now closed. What are you looking for? My ring. I, I had it right here. What ring? Just my ring. Well, I mean, are you sure you even brought it? Maybe you left it at home or something. No, I'm positive. That means you too. Let's go. Hang on. I think I can see something down here. I don't see anything. Down by that black hole right there. How the hell did you see that? I mean, is that it? 
Thank you very much for coming. Thanks. Good weekend. Just get the hell out. I love the bar mat they use as the pool grate. I <laughs> You're exactly right. It's a fucking bar <laughs> Just mat. Just a big bar mat they put on the bottom of the pool. And for some reason, I have after this, my first note after this is, so we have established that they are twins, which apparently... <laughs> <laughs> we have not established, but in my mind, I cannot let go of the fact that these two were in utero together. And that, that I, I'll go with it. That's also like what I was thinking too. I'm like, they lived in water together at one that's point. What I, yes, this is a big metaphor for the womb. Yeah, and, I don't think I don't think that they were thinking that deeply. I don't think that they. That's. I mean, that tends to be my problem with these movies is that I think about them a lot more than anyone involved in the movie thinks about them. <laughs> so. This is um, just the beginning of one of the great scenes. And we're going to be playing a lot of audio from this. Mostly, our big star is this sanitation worker. Um, yes, Diane Farr. Is that, so I need to know more about her after, if you took notes. I mean, we can also IMDb her shit. I'm glad that this movie, this, a good thing about this movie is that it's all like, it has, uses one of my favorite things, which is all in one place. It's kind of a one crazy night movie. It's definitely like a lot of the things I love about movies, the tricks that they use to save money. Like they never once, you don't even see them at the hospital after or anything. Like it's, they rented this pool and they're not fucking leaving. No, it's, they have, there's literally, there's one shot of like the sun descending in the sky, which is like a B roll, like which is just yeah. stock footage, you know. Honestly, there's a shot of Jonah in the car, right? Um, that is it. In fact, uh, oh, and the husband later, or the oh, yes, Colin, David, um, which also could be stock footage of just ran- <laughs> random boring man calling wife. Good, nice, you know, nice diversity casting, though. You, they I do love that she had an Asian husband, yeah. That was made he, me happy was for he, him. I, I couldn't tell if he... No, that's, I, I thought he was Hispanic at first, but I... Oh, I thought he was like half and half. I thought... Wags. But, you know, in the, in the credits, uh, there is a Detective Zimmerman. Yeah. Clearly on the cutting room floor. Like, I, I know. That sucks. <laughs> it really sucks. Uh, they kept yeah. the credit in, though. They kept the credit for a character and didn't. Well, it's in the IMDb page. I can't remember if it's on the the actual credit roll. Maybe it um, was just like of the voice of someone on the other side of the phone. I don't know. No, there was none of that. So, um, oh, can I quickly just say one thing? Yeah. Uh, I just want to give a shout out because I was thinking about <laughs> give this a shout out. as the as the actors. I just really think the stand-ins need to be recognized. Because I think if you were a stand-in in this movie, the stand-in like for lighting, it's just like you're wet. Like you get none of the glory, but all yeah, the torture. Yeah, you've just been being stopping wet so for twelve hours. Andrea Gonzalez and Delara Ayata were you the stand-ins, them? and I think. Uh, oh yeah, they were the stand-ins for the actor. That's what you mean. Oh my god, I totally get you. I thought you meant like um, I was thinking background. Oh, extras, background. Yeah, well, which that eh. sucks for them too. They've been in a holding pen wet all day. Yeah. But the, um. but the stand-ins, I, I thought, you know, like, because then I was like, I wonder if, 
in my fantasy, they're making the actresses tread water the whole time, but I'm sure they're just standing on, you know, something. Right. No, I forgot. I forgot about stand-ins, like, just as a concept. So there's... All the lighting, you know, how long it takes a hour to light a And by the way, I'm sure this was not... I'm Like, that's where what this movie lacks in location, they make up for inexpensive-ass writing and sound. And, like, there's a lot of, like, in my mind, obstacles that they faced here. I would like to see how they how like how a lot of this was shot. Yeah, I thought like there was, you know, I and I, the, to me it seems like the director was really jazzed about primarily shooting underwater or water. Like yeah. like this guy this guy Matt Eskandari, the director, uh his he was actually he had, he was on the show. Do you remember the show On the Lot? In 2007. Sounds familiar. So it was a Mark Burnett reality show. It lasted one season. Steven Spielberg. It was a, like trying to find a next great director. Right. It's like mimicking Project Greenlight, but it was terrible because it didn't really show you much of what the. It wasn't like one person making a film, which is kind of interesting about it. You know, yeah. it was like a bunch of different contestants, and uh, like Brett Ratner was a judge, and Carrie Fisher and Gary Marshall, I think. Wow. Um, this guy didn't make it past round two. So he didn't even make it to be one of the 18 contestants that were on the actual show. <laughs> oh, wow. But, but he's still working. He did. He is. Uh, him and the writer he also co-wrote another movie called The Victim, which <laughs> is about hard. a young man who is kidnapped and surgically transformed into the surgeon's dead daughter. <laughs> I love that. That's very, um, you know what I'm, the skin I'm in. That's very, um, I love that. Sounds almost like international. So, anyway, um, sorry, I, I yeah. no, I like, but that's like, I'm kind of want to watch that when we're done. Yeah, yeah, I, I it could be, I, I think, in its own right. Uh, so Jonah spots the ring at the bottom of the pool which for me was a mislead and she and they both them down and they try to get the ring out of the grate. Um, yeah. They can't do it. Uh, when they come up for air, um, the pool top is on there, right? Like the pool top is closed over. Cause the guy just like our grumpy, our grumpy pool manager sees just that the pool looks empty to him and goes and shuts yep. it, which I would say I would hope there's a lot more protocol there, like in normal shutdown situations. Yeah. A lot more protocol. And, and also like the, he is the only employee right. other than the custodian. Like there's no lifeguards. He, he there's no, also the lifeguard. You don't have anybody cleaning up or like, you know, collecting maybe towels or checking, you know, yeah, just this guy quick once over, and then let's shut it down, you know. Uh, so which, this is great because like Bree, when they swim up, Bree's like, it's okay. Someone will come back. And Jonah goes, are you dense? And I'm just like, is this really the time, Jonah? Like, <laughs> talk about like, just like she gets so mean about the most random things. Like, and she, she does something else that I love too. It's just like when they try to see if they can crack the fiberglass, they like start pounding on it a bunch with their fists. And then Jonah says, oh, useless. Useless. Who says you? No one says useless in real life. No. It was like almost like they couldn't be comfortable with the silence of them trying to figure it out. Yes. And I'm like, dude, they're in water. Let's get used to some silence. There's going to be some long silences. 
yeah, let's some rippling, some some swishing of water. That's fine, but like so much banging and yelling, and and then towards the end, crying and banging. And yeah, yelling. and also just like random like verbalizations. Oh, yes. I'm just like, why would you do that? Like, just be just. Just shut up, Jonah. We know it's useless. I mean, if that's the word we're going to use. Yeah, the, the I mean, the dialogue. Because like these, uh, both of these actresses have been in other things, uh, and I haven't really seen them, but they've been in pretty established projects, and they're, um, you know, they're they're good actresses. Yeah, it, it does not. They weren't directed as actresses here and there they, must have been something that happened with the agents and this movie where there was a miscommunication about how big it was and what it could be because it doesn't make sense to me that they're in this movie yeah well i mean yeah it's true especially with their um with what they've done already like yeah unless and i i don't see any evidence this movie was made i think the earliest it was made it was made in like 2015 so it's not like you know it's not like they had it on the shelf for, uh, you know, seven years or something while they went on to star in bigger and better things. Let me just check out some of their bigger projects. Bye bye carrot soup recipe. That's the window I just closed to make this happen. Okay. Um, (laughs) Jonah was on a show called the, is on a show called the Royals, which is a huge show. Um, and then, um, Nora Jane noon, Fun. Magdalene Sisters, which was, I think, in Brooklyn, which were both... Brooklyn was nominated for some Academy Awards. Yeah. No, she... um, You know what is up, though? Her career fell off. Maybe she burned some relationships or something, because it really seems like her career has fallen off. She was a series regular on a few shows, and then, I don't know, she must have... I don't know. Ella Enchanted, wasn't that a big movie? Which one? Ella Enchanted. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, oh, no, I think it's just... Uh, oh, it's starring Anne Hathaway. Yeah, and it was around the time that um, just regular Enchanted came out. And Amy Adams was probably like, you fucking try-hard bitch, Anne Hathaway, stealing the one thing I have. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I don't care for either of them. I've never cared for Anne Hathaway nor Amy Adams. I don't feel like personally assaulted by Amy Adams the way I do with Anne Hathaway but I don't know like I saw something the other day that was like can everyone admit that like the reason why people have been publicly hating on Anne Hathaway is because of like is because of like oppression of females and I'm like no dude like she's just fucking straight up annoying like that has nothing to do with it don't bring feminism into this I'm a feminist I'm also allowed to be a feminist who doesn't care for Anne Hathaway's antics (laughs) <laughs> I just don't yeah I, I, I get there is. seems to be and you know I don't uh, obviously know her personally but that she <laughs> there's an air of hypocrisy about her that uh, sure seems to be like I'm I'm not afraid to get silly and fun but only with certain people well also like her idea of silly and fun is like sad <laughs> do you know what I mean it's not like really silly and fun it's like uh, just some indoor kid leaves the house for the first time in their life. And like they do a somersault and they're like, I'm crazy guys. <laughs> crazy. I'm crazy. So <laughs> turn the sprinkler on and get <laughs> turn wild. the sprinkler on. Let's get fucking nuts. So they find a small hole in the pool cover. Um, it's about the size of four fingers, like no thumb. 
it's like an air hole or something. Um, they decide they need to find something that they can break it open with. Um, I wrote in my notes here, I don't see what the big deal is. I would just hang on to the rope for the weekend. I am a water baby. What would gross me out the most is how much pee would probably be in the pool. That would be the thing that I couldn't get off my mind. What, what, what would gross you out the most? How much pee could be in the oh, pool. Oh, yeah. But then you got to think, you know, they dump so much chlorine in to yeah. know, kill, kill all that stuff. But at no point do they have a conversation about like, what if we have to go to the bathroom? I know. I thought about that. There were several like squatting and grunting scenes that, you know, I thought like, wow. Yeah. It just makes you think like. This you is know. it. They're going for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh-huh. I didn't, didn't think that was going to happen, but it was like, <laughs> this is certainly an, 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 a possibility. And like, you know, the reality is that like, uh, you know, if like, I'm stuck in a pool for three days, at some point, you're going to have to go yeah, to the I'm going to have to use the bathroom, one or the other, you know, or both. Yeah. And figure out, I guess, you know, in my mind, I would probably swim to one end. That would be the bathroom end. And then I would swim That's over what I was thinking to, to the other end. Yeah. Yeah. You got to like, you got to keep it mixed up. But the other thing I was thinking too is that, you know, people sometimes like their systems just shut down when they're on vacation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like maybe this was one of those. Yeah, no, that I can see that. that I was happening. clinging to that as well. So, um, uh, Brie finds a piece of plastic that she can rip off. This is like this piece of plastic is like everything. It's the Wilson and Castaway. Like the, if they didn't have this fucking piece of plastic, I don't know how this movie would have gone. Um, yes, it's like a, a, a filter guard that she yeah. breaks off and then breaks in half. And then clearly it's suddenly you can tell it's just a piece of foam. But they've, yeah. you know, but then it's because it. W- yeah, she just just snaps it in half. But I, yeah. don't think, I think it would be bendy and hard to break. It and- looks like something that was made on a 3D printer or something. <laughs> so. Um, OK. Um, so this is when we find out they try to break the cover. Oh, they, well, then they go over and try to break. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm, they found the hole. Before they found the hole, they tried to break. They went over in the shallow end and tried pushing, you know, yeah. like pushing up the cover. And then they, then Bree was like, well, check all the seals and edges for weak spots, which yeah. seems like a really Just laborious. Not, yeah. Also like an elementary thought. Like, do you really think there's weak spots? Like we're dealing with fiberglass here. That just is a throwaway line. You so, know. um, Brie and Jonah meet up in the middle of the pool and Brie tells her the plastic she found won't do anything. They have to just wait it out. Jonah asks Brie what she thinks the worst way to die would be like drowning, starvation. Uh, And then Brie just randomly says, David. And Jonah's like, what? And she's like, he proposed. I was going to tell you. He'll figure this out. He'll call the police when he notices I'm gone. We just have to wait. And it's like, oh, because he proposed to you, he cares about where you are now. Like, it just is such a strange, strange. They do the lots of like weird things where I'm like, what if David was just your friend who noticed you were missing for 24 hours? Like, there's so much on this proposal that makes no sense to me or this engagement that makes no sense to me. Like later on, we're going to see she loses her ring again. And it's as if 
the mere act of <laughs> handing your ring over to another person means that you will never see that person again. Yeah, like, like, like I'm saving because I'm saving you. I'm gonna be bleep. You're gonna thank me later. Yeah, that you, that you won't get married now that you've given up your ring. It's just it, so odd. So yeah. Jonah's version of sarcasm is childish and gross. Just wanted to throw that out there. Well, it's no use. Just let me rest, think for a sec. What do you think the worst way to die would be? Quit being morbid. Starvation, drowning. Stop. Sharks? Probably being eaten alive by sharks. I mean, that's all we're missing, right? David. What about him? He proposed, I was gonna tell you. He'll figure this out. He'll call the police when he notices I'm gone. It's been more than an hour, Brie. We just have to wait. Right. Okay, yeah, all right. I mean, let's just uh, kick back and relax and, uh, and wait for your knight in shining armor to ride in on his, on his white horse and rescue us. What is wrong with you? This isn't my fault, you know. Right, because you're perfect. Is that what this is about? Do you think rehab is easy for me? Going through all that all over again? Jonah, you know what the worst part was? Was coming home to find you not there. It sucked. I'm sorry. It's just, I have my own life now. Can you take care of yourself? Apparently I can't. That's not what I meant. No? No, did you just mean to, to rub it in a bit? Just a little, you know, brag about your, your giant diamond ring. <laughs> Tell me about how wonderful your life is with David. You've always been good like that. You did it, didn't you? You saw the ring in my bag and you threw it in the water. How could you, Jonah? Look at what you've done to us! Jesus! But I will say that there's some wild accusations that come out in this movie. Like when Jonah's like, they did this on purpose. Where I'm like, why would they why would the pool manager benefit from locking the two of you in this pool over like do your, does your dad or, the, or like your mom owe them like $20,000? Like, well, that's the only reason I can think of that this would possibly be done on purpose. Yeah. I, there's a lot of big swings that I think are just supposed to take up, you know, space on the page. Yeah. So like, this could be resolved in 20 minutes. Like they can have down. a conversation. And oh, just, yeah, totally. Just like just this is like a quick and easy Everything is so much more painful than it needs to be. Uh, Bree swims down to the grate and gets the ring quite easily this time. Um, Jonah struggles with the little plastic thing, the little broken piece. Um, there's no art form to what she's doing, by the way. I just noticed that like she just keeps trying to shove it up through this hole. Like, just yes. like you're gonna break your plastic thing. Like, there's no 
Like once that, once that is gone, there's nothing like, and she's just like willy nilly, just like kind of, well, not even willing. That implies like there's a lightness to it. She's just, just ramming it into this hole with no direction, no thought. No, it's just total ram, ram, ram. It's like a nervous tick. It's almost like, I don't know. It just almost to me, I'm like, well, like, like that's very unfair in my mind that they have to give that trait to the addict. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, she just seems fucking out of control. Like, this girl has no agency whatsoever. <laughs> so, um... And it's useless from the get-go. Oh, but completely yet they useless. return to it throughout the film. 100%. They, like, whenever there's a lull in the action, just stab at the hole with the, with the, the plastic piece. Like, it's constant. So Bree's like, let's go get that big heavy grate that my ring was stuck in. And I can't do it myself, but maybe the two of us can do it. Um, and Jonah's like, I don't think... So. Like, she just is negative. She's just... Ne- I'm just like, I'm just going to stay here and shove this plastic into this hole forever. Um, so Bree's phone rings, and it's David. And she, uh, she's like, it's David calling. Eventually, like, he's going to know I'm missing, and he's going to come and find us. Um, like, but I don't know that he would go looking for you at a public pool, because as we've established... That's such a bizarre place to hang out with your sister. By the time he figures out, like, your phone could die, then how are they going to geolocate you? Yeah. Assuming you have your location settings turned on. Yeah, I uh, wouldn't. I wouldn't count on David for anything. And also, point. when he's when he calls, he's like, "Hey," he's like, "What's up?" He's like, "Don't forget, I have dinner tonight. I'm not gonna. So don't wait up for me." I wrote here. I think he's cheating. Cause like, did you notice it kind of stays on his face for like half a second after, and it's just like he's not. He's just kind of like staring off into the distance. Yes. And I'm like, David, you're just thinking about how you got away with it again. Just one more day that you have convinced Bree that you are doing something that you are not doing. Yeah. Why? Then why the engagement, David? Oh, you know, my God. You spent a lot of time in that space. Yeah, that's a that. And, and which, you know, comes full circle to like, well, maybe she shouldn't be getting married. Maybe this ring. Maybe you need to give up this ring, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's exactly fucking right. So Jonah's like, how long do we have till we have to start worrying? Bree's like, I have no idea. I'm like, you should be worried now. The lights shut off. Uh, it's very obvious they're on a timer of some sort. Then we hear Bree's phone ring again. Um, she's like, he's going to be, he's going to start to get worried now. Like now is the time he's going to start to get worried. Jonah's yeah, like, like, I don't like David. He's a chump. She calls yeah. him. I, I would I don't know why you would agree to marry him. And I'm like, is now the time? Like, there's just like a lot of things that happen in this pool during this time where I'm just like, to use the famous, you know, Real Housewives excuse for every conversation that ever happens, it wasn't the time and it wasn't the place. <laughs> you know, like it just isn't the right time to have these conversations. Like, time is fluid, very fluid in this movie. Yeah. You know, it's like literally 10 minutes into the movie, they're trapped in the pool. Five minutes later, they say, we've been in here an hour. Yeah, it's nighttime, dusk. It's, it, there's dusk. We're worried. So uh, Jonah notices uh, that Brie has like some sort of headache or something. Um, and Jonah's like, tell me what's going on. You can't lie to me. Also reinforcing my idea that they're twins because they have the same brain. And then um, Brie says her blood sugar is low. She's diabetic and she needs to have her shot. It's in her purse. Jonah's like, you're lying. <laughs> Which again is just like 
the accusations that they lob at each other throughout this movie is just like, dude, like, maybe if you just listened, you know, maybe if you just stop and listened, things would stop seeming so unbelievable to you. It, 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 it's like they, they just take it's it's zero to 60 all the time all the time Jonah can't have a normal reaction no um, at, at one point she also says a lot of help that does us <laughs> does anyone ever say that no no it's it's you, like a guy trying to write like a petulant a woman. lot of help that does us yeah a lot of help <laughs> that does us I mean, is it just, uh, yeah. I guess a lot of good that does us. Yeah, maybe. That's, that's, yeah, a lot of good that does us. But, but even then, that's kind of like a old-timey turn of phrase that, like, I don't know that, like, you'd be whipping out your kind of, like, special vocabulary in that pool. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be trying to, like, dress, dress up my words, really. I'd be, like, communicating as close to a caveman as possible. Um, so... Bree's like, I'm not lying. I was diagnosed three years ago and I never told you because it wouldn't have mattered. And um, I'm like, you know, it's true. She's like, three years ago, we were fucking shooting up. Like, I'm not going to call you and be like, hey, I have diabetes. Then you're going to know I have needles at my house. Also, you don't care about me. Also, this is a private matter. Also, you might steal syringes from me if you know I'm di- diabetic. Yeah, that's, that's, exactly, yeah. that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. So... Um, She's like, I need my shot soon or I could fall into a coma. I don't know anything about diabetes. This all checks out for me. But like your Reddit community was lit up about it. Yeah, it was it wasn't even Reddit. It was like it was the comments on um, one of the sites that had an article about this film. But uh, uh, but, you know, might as well be Reddit. But this it was is like, why I miss the IMDb message boards. It was it was like I can't remember what it was like. Movie sky dot some weird thing yeah. that had a but but uh, but here's the truth like she could fall into a diabetic coma either way either way low sugar or high sugar yeah. coma is a is in a, is it can happen um, on either end of the extreme spectrum so yeah. that that part is is fine but but it's whether she needs uh, glucogen or insulin uh, if she's right. if she's uh, if her sugar is low, she doesn't need insulin. You need insulin if your sugar is too high. Right. Um, so, you know, and then there was a lot of like, well, how would she know what syringe is the right syringe to get in her purse later on when she gets... And it's like, well, how many syringes does she have in her purse? A. It was also a weird syringe. Yeah, and it's like, well, and it looked like a glucogen syringe. It didn't look like a, or, you know, or or that didn't look like a glucogen kit, or I don't know. It was, it's a lot of like... I'm reading it thinking, wow, people have so much time. Well, diabetes is such a bummer that I feel like if I had it, I'd be nitpicky. Yeah. Like your whole life is affected by diabetes in a way that like, I mean, I just don't want it. I really don't want diabetes. That's like kind of the one for me. I'd, I mean, I wouldn't rather have cancer. That's just inevitable. But I do like that I don't really have diabetes in yeah. my family. That's like the one thing I have going for me health-wise. I knew a kid in fifth grade who had it and used to have to give himself injections. Yeah. And it was like, that's really early on to be dealing with that. But I used to selfishly like to go to his house because his mom bought lots of fresh fruit and like uh, sliced deli ham, which was really good. So grapes and ham were yeah. like great, like over at his house. So that grapes was like, and ham are the shit. It was, yeah, really good. But then I saw him and his little brother um, 
do uh, something really a sexual act under um, a drafting table in the basement of their house. Um, the dad was an architect, and, <laughs> and they said, "Hey, do you want to?" How did this turn into an incest? <laughs> do you want to see something? And I said, oh, "Okay." So they took me down to the dad's office, and uh, and they they started to kind of hump around on the ground. And I just remember looking up, and there was a box kite hanging from the ceiling. So I have these very strong feelings whenever I see a box kite now, <laughs> which I immediately left because I was just like, well, I don't really, I'm not really interested in this, you know. Um, I can't imagine a young Ted having to face that. I really can't. It's a difficult <laughs> image. Like, whatever. But like, uh, but I was in fifth grade and these were brothers and they were, you know. Where did they learn that? That's, that's, learn that's. Uh, it just, it was shocking. It was yeah, just unexpected. Looking back on it, it was. I feel like that's the Lifetime movie. That's where we could just... <laughs> Box kite, the Ted Travelstead story. Oh yeah. <laughs> so... Sorry, um, diabetes, yeah. Big time diabetes. So the janitor's finishing up her shift. She's impressed. Um, I'm impressed she's still working, even though she got fired. Because that's not how firing works. Like, when he fires her, he's like, oh, finish yes. up your shift and you're never coming back again. And she, like, literally stays and finishes her shift. There is no, like, yes, I wrote down somewhere that, uh, like, there's no reason, like, the, the parole officer that is, like, that's a very thin thread that might prevent her from, like, not just destroying the place with a sledgehammer or, like, stealing everything. Right. Or, like, you know, but, like, you would never fire somebody and then say, finish off your shift and don't forget to take off the trash and I'm leaving. Bye. Especially leave them alone in the place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she has a little time to buy because he literally just wrote a letter to her parole officer. But, like, I mean... It's, so it's probably going to be another what? How often do you think he has to write those letters? Once a month? Once every three months? So she's got like three months that she can buy here. He doesn't necessarily need to know she's fired. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's strange. So the sisters keep trying with the broken plastic. Um, Jonah asks if it ever hurt. She's referring to the uh, burn. And Bree says she's dead there. Um, Jonah's like, why don't we ever talk about it? Um, she starts to talk about, like, the smell of it all, she, the way that she wished she never looked at him because his skin was flaking off. Like, his skin was black and flaking off. Um, obviously, they're talking about their father, who died in a fire, and Bree was somehow affected by it. Um, Jonas said she's finally talking about it because she learned in rehab that she should. Um, yes, she, and she says... Um, she says... Uh, she talks about her rehab counselor which this was just such a um oh where is it uh this just seemed like such a thing a guy would write oh my rehab counselor margaret she's such she's kind of a douche with terrible teeth but she's right it just seems like something an idiot wow dude would write for like that he thinks she's kind oh. of a douche with terrible teeth she's kind of a douche with terrible teeth but she's right. Yeah. Yeah. I see. There's so, so many times where I'm not really sure what they're trying to go for with Jonah's character. And I have to applaud the actress for like really making this not as, as real as she could given the dialogue at hand. I mean, the dialogue's brutal. It's, it's, it's yeah, it is this. I mean, I was literally writing down lines, um, 
every, you know, writing down. It, well, th- this was also the part where, yeah, where they talk about the burn incident. And then this is such a, this is such a loser move as an actor, which I can just see the director do Like she holds up her arm when she's talking about the burn incident. Yeah. And I can just see him being like, you know, like, Nor Jane, can we try it again? You know, can you just hold up your arm? When yeah. You talk about when you time. were burned on your arm. Like, it's just, um, I don't know. This was a shitty moment. It's, the, it's, it's total all indicating. You know, the thing with this writer as well, I feel, I've, I've just come to this conclusion, is that he's probably really good at pitching and he's probably great with pacing. And like the the network, anytime I've had like network notes or whatever for something that I've written or, or whatever, studio notes, I guess in this case, they don't really push back on dialogue ever. No, it's, it's only the, story. Yeah. Character. Maybe it'll be like, we need more jokes or whatever. But like, even that, like they net, like you can have them say the strangest things and they don't care. I don't even know that they really read the words. Yeah. So, um, oh, uh, basically Bree says it is it, like, you know, Jonah says, I don't really know the full story. Tell me more. Blah, blah, blah. Bree's like, it's simple. Dad was a monster. Dad is a monster. Plain and simple. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Bree says that her dad came home that night. He smelled like booze. He lit a smoke and passed out. He must have fallen against a pillow because um, she saw the fire start. Um, he didn't scream or anything because he was so drunk that he didn't even notice he was burning to death, which I love. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Bree said she tried to wake him up and it was over. And then um, she also says that the burn didn't happen. Like when it was happening, it didn't hurt bad. It hurt after. Which makes me want to know about you. What was the worst burn you've ever had? Because it's true. It doesn't hurt while it's happening. It hurts after. Yeah. It w- yeah. Because she, she said, because right now she, she was like, I don't feel anything, actually. It's like I'm dead there. And yeah. I thought I wanted Jonah to say, like, I know that feeling. But, you know, like feeling dead. You know? Yeah. But she didn't. Um, but but Bree said it was like ice sliding over my skin. When she got burned, but the worst, the worst burn I've ever had. Did mm-hmm. you, uh, uh, I think I remember as a kid, um, we used to light smoke bombs, um, which aren't supposed to explode. They just smoke, you know, but we'd light them yeah. and then we'd wait till they started to smoke and we'd throw them. So you'd see like this trail of smoke, you know, going, but one blew up in my hand one time inexplicably. And, uh, and it just my whole palm turned. It was a green smoke bomb, so it was turned green, and it was like a, a inch high blister like on my palm. But of course, I was afraid to. I didn't show it to my parents because I was like, you know, you know, uh, yeah, you mad at me for trouble. holding fireworks. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that um, was a bad burn. How about you? Oh, I fell on my fireplace this year, and I got a second degree burn on my face. Uh, on your face? Yeah. Oh my god. On the side, it got it's healed. A lot of people they're like, "What? What plastic surgery? It, it just a, it's cream. You use a lot of cream. There's still a little bit of remnants here from wow. on my hand from that incident. That was really the worst. I was burned, except for in high school, I was babysitting for this hippie family, and they made their own candles, and like it was scented with oil, and I remember blowing out the oh. candle after the girls had gone to bed and for some reason, I don't know, it toppled over 
and a bunch of the oil fell. So I had an oil burn on my arm. Oh, like napalm. Like it just like. Yeah. Really hurt. Terrible. But uh, I, I like here I am today before you. Like I survived, <laughs> you know. So yeah, much like I, Jonah and Bree, you find a way. Yeah, yeah. You do, yeah. but like honestly, I'm so glad you didn't lose a finger. <laughs> like you should have lost a finger, right? Oh, I know. It would have been such a yeah. And then it's funny that later, there was a kid that I was friends with around that time, who then I lost contact with, as you do when you move around in you know, fifth yeah. grade or sixth grade. But uh, I remember asking my his uh, grandmother was uh, neighbors with my grandparents, and I remember asking about him like, "Hey, hey, how's Joe doing?" And she said he lost an eye to he was to a flare gun, <laughs> which it's not funny, but it was. Uh, well, I mean, also it's just like the best response is it should be like he's doing okay, <laughs> you know. There was a lot of stuff that happened. He's doing well in school. We did lose an eye. To a flare gun. Like, that would be number... If I was a grandmother, I would list some accomplishments first. You know? Yeah, I mean... There was a setback when he lost his eye. But otherwise, he's doing great. He graduated in the top, you know, third of his class. Exactly. um, Did lose an eye uh, to a flare gun. Did lose an eye. Yeah. But... you know, doing 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 well with one. Um, oh, this is really funny. So, um, yeah, so there's a sound at the door. Obviously, someone is coming. The girls get all excited. So janitor, she hears a phone, and she gets all amped because that means there's bags there. Um, so the girls are screaming for her to let them out, and the janitor's looking through the bags, and she notices the security camera. So she goes into the office and turns them off, um, which I'm like, girl, you've already been caught. Like, you got to undo, you got to write over that tape is what is what the move would be. She's not a yeah. very sophisticated criminal, which is why I know she's wound up in these situations. Exactly. And also, at first I was like, you're just turning the monitors off. You're not even turning the, the camera off. <laughs> Completely. You're just turning the monitor off. It goes black. And then they, then they showed the camera, like, the light go from red to off or whatever. But right. There was a lot still, of bias there. I was there. suspect. Um, so we're going to play the audio from one of my favorite actresses making her first appearance on the screen uh, with our with our leads, I should say. Never heard of two grown women getting themselves stuck in a pool before. <laughs> I know, we're idiots, right? My daughter did something stupid like this once. She got her hand caught in the drain and I called a plumber for like a hundred bucks to come out and take the whole damn thing apart. Yeah, that wasn't even the stupidest thing she ever did. So can you get us out? Yeah. What's your name, honey? Bree, my sister's Jonah. What kind of new age names? Are you, are you even from here? Uh, <laughs> what's with all the questions? Are you, are you, are you gonna let us out or not? <laughs> Be polite. I have your phone and it's blinking. Looks like it needs a password. Uh, are you are you serious? Well, it might be important. Maybe somebody's looking for you or worried about you. Are you helping us? Yes, I'm helping you. That's why I need the password. Don't do it. She could call the police. I just want to get the hell out of here. Yeah, okay, fine. 
7397. <laughs> what, what's so funny? Wow, Bree, you're like a real cutie pie, huh? You and the guy with the wavy, gravy brown hair. There's a lot of missed calls and texts. I wonder who they're from. Miss, please, there's no reason to do this. There's always a reason for everything. Yeah, hey, it's me again. Yeah, don't forget I have that dinner tonight, so uh, don't wait up. Talk to me when I get home, okay? Love you. Babe, where are you? Did your psycho sister kidnap you or something? Uh, call me. Love you. Wow, somebody's got drama. <laughs> Can you please just call him back? Quit being such a bitch! Why are you doing this? Come on! Wow, what a mouth on you. No wonder why David thinks you're a psycho. Let's see if your sister has any pictures of you. Oh, yeah. I bet that's you in the tattoo, isn't it? I bet that's not even your only one, is it? Do you have a tramp stamp, Jonah? Give the lucky boy something to look at. What is she doing? I'm gonna kick the living shit out of you! Come on, what are you doing? It's not funny! Simmer down, I don't think you're gonna be doing anything. Here's the thing. It's really tough in the real world, you know? And I just got out of lockup like nine months ago and I, I can't get a real job. And, and even the stupid crap job right. cut me back to part-time and that's why I'm so behind on rent. And then I, I, all the stupid bills, I... What does that mean? It means this is an opportunity. And if you see one and you don't take it, then you're stupid. So I'm gonna need your pin code for your bank card, Brie. God, you crazy bitch! Yeah, an attitude like that is probably what got you here in the first place. Look. I'm sure we can figure this out. Just, just promise you'll let us out of here. Nope. I'm not promising you nothing until you give me the code. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well? What's it gonna be? Things never end well for stubborn girls. Okay, so like, oh, it went black, great. So like, okay. Things never end well for stubborn girls. What happened to her? Did she kill her daughter? She, she must have. And I kept thinking that we would find out. Like, there's a point where she's sitting on the pool cover, and I was like, here comes the monologue about her, how she killed. They keep, you know, she's got this gold locket, gold heart locket around her neck. Yeah. Uh, that keeps kind of prominently swinging into the shot. And you're thinking, okay, that's her daughter in there. And yeah, she killed her daughter. I, I think she killed her daughter. She, oh, you but know. Do you get out of prison for that? Like, that's a lifetime. Well, y y depending. I mean, yeah. if it was like, if you, you know, if it was like some sort of uh, uh, 
you should go and see if you can. Or I'll, is there a follow? Was there a follow? Because there was an episode where they all come in for interview. Like they all come in as a group and yeah. interviewed. Was it that? No, there was another one that oh. was like, "We're back at home. How we're adjusting." Oh my god, I have and to. Like, I haven't seen that. Barb decided not to participate in it. Uh, a couple people decided not to participate. Wow. Um, like the young black guy on that season who was like a student who was like obviously just doing the show for the cash. Like I don't think they pay you for the follow up episode. That's for the people that want to be famous. So like yeah, the ones yeah. that like I think Barb's I mean Barb's marriage was like on the fucking rocks. But well, um Who's the one who was who are the who's the couple that he did it first and then she Zach did it? and um Oh god, I love her too. What's her name? She was ferocious. She was great. I yeah. forget her name. But um for some reason, but she Did they break up? No, they actually own a company called like Bars Inc. And it's about, so it's like them and then like some of the guards from prison break and some of the, like they all, so basically it's a training program that if you know you're going to prison, oh yeah they train you how to deal, I've like heard, how to assimilate. I've heard about these. And, um, I mean, I guess it, it's okay, but I don't think 60 days in County really qualifies you for. No, no. That's why they got other people involved, I would imagine, because they, they don't have the, but they all the legitimacy do, like, to be like... I don't think Barb does it, but they all do it. But what I loved is I've never seen a network turn on their golden boy the way that they did with Zach. Oh, did, did they... Well, because like, the way he spoke to his wife in season two was terrible. Yes. And I just was like... And just the... Yes, yeah. And, and I'm like, the way that they showed his whole thing i mean my i don't know my friends and i were going back and forth about it some of us thought think that maybe she had a relapse in her sobriety and that's why she did the uh gun or why the gun went off and then when he buys her a gun oh, at yeah. the end of the se- it's, it's just so much oh There's god so- I'm, yeah I, yeah he bought her a gun and then there was an accident right no so it originally happened that he was out with his friend for a night and he was a, he was a state police officer at the time. He was out with his friend for the night at the bar. And all of a sudden, um, he gets a call from his wife. You know, she had heard a rustling or something. So she went to get his gun and in the process of doing so it was discharged. Now I have like a lot of people in the Facebook group who are from my other podcasts that are like very active and talk about the show a lot some of them are former addicts. Some of them are people that like know, you know, have inside stuff about the police or whatever. And um, a lot of the addicts are like, dude, she was probably trying to scare away a drug dealer that she owned money, owed money, or like she was cheating and needed to get him out of the house. Or, but like a lot of people don't believe the whole. I heard a rustling, and then all of a sudden, I discharged my husband's work weapon. Because um, like basically, you have to go turn yourself in if you if you discharge your police gun because they count every bullet yeah yeah so and so nobody was hit it just went off and then it just went off no one got hurt but then he he faced consequences he lost his job yeah yeah and like that was like his like lead up to his dream job which was to be some sort of sergeant for like the state police or something wow yeah imagine that being your dream job what a buzzkill uh, and you could just tell that he was never going to forgive her for being an addict, which was what killed me too. Cause I'm like, you just judge her man. 
and oh. like you hold this gun thing against her and it's sick yeah yeah he was a real cock yeah he really was yeah Marie says he tried everything Jonah's like no the filter grape I never tried so she's like I'm gonna go get it so she fails to get the grape and of course by the time she gets above water here? again what do you want to grab oh I'm not holding the microphone <laughs> holy shit <laughs> Steven, thank you. Oh, my God. I would just, like, talk for two minutes without even holding the microphone, you guys. Did you get any of that? Oh, my God. It's like, I, I'm like, I just think I'm, like, telling my two friends about this movie. So, Jonah's moving around the pool because Bree's, like, basically barely breathing by the time she gets back up. She shakes her awake. Jonah moves around the pool. Brie tell her, tells her that she's wasting energy, which I'm like, maybe for you, but for some people, like if you're in a pool and you're just sitting there, you start to feel gross. I applaud Jonah for swimming. She Absolutely. Says that that's what keeps her uh, warm, basically. Yeah, I mean, if, if well, has the heater been turned off yet? Um, it's close to being. Yeah, no, it hasn't been turned off. Actually, no, I think it was turned off. Because she doesn't her give her punishment. the pink coat. Of, oh, sorry. Wasn't that her first punishment? What's that? Her first punishment, like the lady punished them the first time by... Turning off the heat, heat yes. So... Because she wouldn't give them... She doesn't give her the pin code right away, right? Yeah, so she's like, have fun in this freezing-ass water, so... Things never end well for stubborn girls. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jonas screams about how this is her fault, and this is all her fault, and I realize, like... This is when I realized on, like, my second or third viewing that she really was the one who threw the ring in the pool. Yes. Which, like, I'm also like, what does she get out of that? Why would she even begin to do that? And why did she pretend to be the one who found it? Absolutely. Like, all those things. Like, uh, well, when, when the custodian uh, says, you know, an attitude like that is probably what got you here in the first place, I was like, this, that's really far-fetched to say that, you know, you having an attitude like that is what got you trapped in, under, under a pool cover. Under a pool cover. But then I circled around with the logic and said, you know what? The attitude is what made her throw the ring in the pool, and that's what got her in the pool. Now the custodian didn't I know mean, that. I mean, the custodian sensing that. I mean, hello, yes. Tyler Henry Teen Medium over there. But the, but the <laughs> she just knew. <laughs> but, but the ring, yeah. Why would she throw the... It's the most ridiculous thing. A, she doesn't know... I, I think I saw your purse over there. Uh, like, sister, I haven't seen in a year. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, By the way, I'm clean from heroin. I'm clean from heroin. I saw a diamond ring, and it pissed me off, so I threw it in the pool. I hope it was yours. Um, okay. And also, like, I hope it wasn't just a sentimental piece of jewelry that you worked really hard for. I mean, I'm the kind of woman who would save up money to buy a diamond ring for myself. That's why not? I, yeah. If that's what Bree's into, if that's how she gets her jollies, we don't know that. Jonah's just resentful. And it's also like, dude, your family probably just dropped like 60K on a rehab facility for you. Like, I think you can <laughs> let some things slide. Yeah. I mean, you had your diamond ring. You exactly. Know. You you show you made your choice and instead of a diamond ring you went to rehab. So <laughs> Bree asks the counselor if the counselor in rehab ever talks about what happened. Um and this is where we, I I also didn't pick up on the nuances of now what happened was probably a sexual assault. Yeah, um, yeah. And Jonah's like, I don't want to talk about that part, you know, and Bree's like, What what are you really afraid of? And Jonah says she's afraid of monsters. They're everywhere. Yes. Um Oh, and at this point, Jonah also has um, the piece of plastic to her neck, I think. Oh, is that? 
Because she goes, so what? Suicide's the answer? And Jonah says it's like she has this ugly black thing inside of her that's rumbling and eating at her. And um, Brie tells her she doesn't have to be afraid anymore. And then she says, you have to stop eating fortune cookies. Those things will rot your brain. You, you, you got to stop eating Chinese food. Oh, okay? Chinese food. All those fortune cookies are rotting your brain. Dude. Like, not a harsh diss at all. <laughs> also, I don't think she said anything that could pass as a fortune cookie. No, like no Yoda speak, no weird logic. They've I, gotten I real got... weird in fortune cookies the last few years. I've seen some things that in my life I never thought would be in a fortune cookie. But that is not one of them. No, no. I, I don't even know. You no. don't have to be afraid anymore. If you opened up a fucking fortune cookie... <laughs> <laughs> that said you don't have, you have to, to be, be afraid, afraid anymore i would feel so fucking personally attacked that is <laughs> i i would but there would i would there would be some relief i would i, I would be like god finally the universe is it's, fucking it's, it's paying like attention cluing in to what's going on with me so, like <laughs> wow yeah you don't have to be i mean i would i almost might get some relief out of that other than like you know you will be rewarded for your hard work you know that kind of garbage yeah i think i would like walk up to the cash register and be like what fucking sick prank are you trying to pull here like how do you don't know me <laughs> what company are these from and where can i get some more of them um so there's a little conversation between them. Jonah says something about all those things dad did to us. And Bree says, I'm sorry it lasted so long. And Jonah said, well, if he didn't die, it would have kept going forever. Bree's like, it didn't. And Jonah's like, he's still in my head all the time. And Bree says, it gets better. He's gone. Keep reminding yourself of that. Which I'm also like, I don't think that Bree got molested. I think Jonah was the sole victim of the molestation. Wow, that's an interesting thought. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, maybe she wasn't as cute as a child. Well, she does say at the end that she saw the dad. I saw him leaving Go your room. Go into your room. Yeah. I saw him see- leaving your room, and that's why I did what I did, which we'll find out uh, what she did. But- yeah, I think you guys can start to take some guesses. You guys might figure this out a lot faster than I did. Um, at some point, Jonah says, I wish I, I wish I was more like you. And Bree says, you are. You just don't believe it. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't either, but I wrote it down because it, it was just kind of confounding to me. It seems like, and, and they take turns not wanting to talk about the past. Yeah, and it's also like they're talking about two separate pasts. Like Jonah seems fixated on the dying incident, like him dying in the fire. Yes. And Bree's like, to- hey, like, while we're trapped in this pool, do you want to talk about how you were molested? Like, <laughs> just seems like... Not opportunely. I would be in there being like, do you remember that Family Ties episode where like, I would just be like bringing up whatever I could to take off the emotion of all of it. Like there's already too much emotion going on. Like they should be quoting Wayne's World or something. That's what you do in a situation like that. Yes. Yes. It's like they have no other memories to draw on other than sexual abuse and uh, their father burning to death. Totally. Mm -hmm. Or like what? What song do you know all the lyrics to that would surprise me? Like those are the kinds of questions (laughs) I'd be asking in that situation. (laughs) None of these other things. But no, it's like what is the worst way to die? (laughs) I know. It's so (laughs) stupid. Um, okay, so the convict is on the hardtop. 
Sounds like your girls have been through some stuff. You think that makes you special? All right, so you, you got what you wanted. Are you gonna let us out of here or not? Yeah, maybe you should have mentioned you only had 80 bucks in your account. A lot of good that's gonna do me. God, are you joking? You swore to your father's grave. Listen. My sister's really not doing so well. She needs her shot. It's in her purse. She's diabetic. Do you understand? She could die. Yeah, right. Like you wouldn't say anything to get out of there right now. I'm not lying. I'm serious. Come on, you don't want blood on your hands, do you? Oh, boo-hoo, shut up. I'm borderline diabetic, and my doctor says I don't even need anything. So maybe that's just for lazy people. I have a different kind. Can you just let us out, please? You know, I don't really see why I'm expected to do you any favors. I mean, this whole thing just pisses me off, you know? You put me in this position because you are so stupid. This is not our fault. Don't give me that crap. What do you want? The world doesn't owe you any favors, and neither do I. You know what? Come here. Come over here. Can you hear me? I might just leave you both in there to die. Um. What did she say before she walked off? I might just leave you both in here to die. Oh, brother. There's some, like, agenda here going on. I, I think that people really misunderstand that what entitlement actually is. Like, she's acting like they're entitled. Mm-hmm. Which I think pretty much anyone is entitled to be freed from the pool cover that they're trapped under for a holiday weekend. Absolutely. She's, she's, she's kind of... Um uh just a broad swath of of anger towards towards them for something that they really it's not it's not their moment to moment right, right exactly exa- none of it makes any sense she's like there's a lot of bad things in the world you know and it's like i'm sure they do know like you just eavesdropped on them talking about getting molested so like you oh, know yeah, there's yeah, that <laughs> She's like eavesdropping on them. So and and giggle like cackle like yeah, it's just like, like ha <laughs> idiot girls get molested. Well, you know what? That's what you get. Um, she did call them fashion snobs at one point earlier, right? Oh yeah, which was amazing because it's like like Bree's purse is like I don't even think TJ Maxx would fuck with that shit. <laughs> like I don't know where she got that purse. That's one of those things with Lifetime movies where I'm like, you had one accessory you had to pick out, and that was really the one. <laughs> like, she has this, like, bohemian, like, kind of, like, in terms of uh, shape and, and uh, style of the leather. But it's, like, a, it's definitely fake. I mean, I don't know where it's you like would... It's like strawberry or... Yeah, uh, like, I don't know where you would get something like that. It's so strange. Yeah. So, Jonah says she has a plan. She starts to uh, pretend to cry. Um, she's sobbing really loudly and she asked the woman if she could tell her something. She says she needs her to get really close. She wants to tell her a secret. 
So when she, <laughs> I want, and she's also like, I want you to know, but I don't want my sister to yeah. hear. And I'm like, she's gonna hear. It's I, I'm sure everything echoes throughout, but that's fine. Like, let's really insult this woman's intelligence who already seems to hate us. Yeah. So she comes over and she puts her ear to the hole, right? Yep. And then Jonah does something that, I mean, I'm sorry. This is a low blow, even for Jonah, even for, like, well, how did she think this was going to help? I, it's, it's, I have no idea. It's just typical Jonah. So she takes the piece of plastic and the- shoves it through the little thing and stabs her in the fucking ear. And says, go fuck yourself. That's what, that's, that's not the first fuck. There is a, there is, the first fuck is at 23 minutes in. Yeah. Which, that's not a big lifetime thing, right? There's not a lot, usually a lot. Oh, no, that's why I had questions about whether or not this was even a lifetime movie, because there's, there's shit and fuck. That this is a certified rated R. Yeah. And also, so she says, go fuck yourself. She stabs her in the ear. But earlier, earlier, remember when uh, did we, we talked about, or has it happened yet? Oh, no. The second punishment hasn't happened yet, has it? No, sorry. Uh-uh. I'll talk about it in that second. But wait, one second. So she made a she made this this pool shank, this prison this shank out of the uh, piece of plastic. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what it helps. It doesn't help anything. It doesn't you're, help at you're, all. You're 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 damaging the one person that could help you get out of here earlier than three days. Also getting stabbed in the eardrum is just like so rude. Oh. Like how are you gonna deal with that? It's just so intense. Um I also want to point out one thing that that when we first met her, I forgot to say. She's like, oh, Brie and Jonah, what are those like hippie new, new age names? I'm like, first of all, Brie is like a cheese and like a very popular name. <laughs> Secondly, Jonah is biblical. Like what I'm inferring from this is that, you know, she spells it J-O-N-N-A. But like Jonah is actually a very, uh, very common old school name. It's about as old school as they get. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I know they get the Bible in prison. I just feel like she didn't read it. No. So. No, the new age names thing made me laugh. Same with the wavy gravy brown hair. Wavy gravy, oh, with the wavy gravy brown hair. Good for you. You're, you're quite the hot little thing. Or She's so silly. Oh, and the tramp stamp, uh, g- give the lucky boy something to look at. Yeah, I mean, she's just <laughs> Which... Which it's like I'm I'm reading too far into the, this, but it's like you know, tramp stamps. You know, we all know where a tramp stamps located. So then, if are the boys lucky that they're looking at the tramp stamp because they? I don't know. I don't want to get into it much. I mean, this is much, what it, this is what it is. Is that if someone is naked, uh, you're probably not looking at the tramp stamp. Yeah, exactly. Right. And if you are, then what are you doing to be looking at the tramp stamp? And does that make you a lucky boy? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't think they thought about how creeped creeped out that would make us. I don't yeah, think when they it, were it really it, they were like, was like. Kind of are going to find this to be absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Um. Uh, so. So she gets stabbed in the ear. Yeah, and then she goes and turns on the chlorine, like the pool cleaning feature. Yeah, what, what the big old chlorine whirlwind. And like, I guess, is that a thing? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I I think maybe if she put it in self cleaning mode or something. It seems <laughs> so like it's like putting like the oven on like auto clean, where it exactly. goes up to the highest temperature. Which, by the way, you should know. I still use 
Um, ever since you came on, please advise those finish uh, tabs that you recommended for oh, yes, dishwashers. Dishwasher, they're the best. They're the best. Still can't, use them. Can't top it. I, I mean, just not nearly the same amount of uh, hard water stains mm-hmm. that, that I used to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hard water stains bum me out. Oh God, yeah. They're the worst. They they really are because they make it, especially if you like to clean things and like to be clean. Then, yeah. Then they make things seem not clean, even though they are clean. Yeah. 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 I like that. So, um, Jonah's like, you're killing us. And then the janitor's face changes, like as if she hadn't realized that she might actually be killing them. So she <laughs> stops the cleaning system. She comes back and she's like, I can do that to you at any time. Uh, and they're like, we understand. Just please let us out. So now she makes Brie hand over the ring. Can I say one thing clip. really quickly? Yeah, of uh, course. Do, the, there's a couple fucks, a few fucks in this movie. Yeah. But but at 50, 37, when like it's either right before the big chlorine or I think it's right before when it's starting it up. Jonna, Jonah uh, says, shoot. Like it just seems like oh, they, right. that would be the perfect time for a fuck, but yeah. like, but she just says shoot, it, which you only are allowed to have one fuck for it to be PG thirteen, right? Like in a PG thirteen, you're allowed one fuck. Well, this is this had more than one fuck. No, I know. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying so. Like this was definitely a rated R movie, which to me seems like a wild choice for a purchase for Lifetime. Exactly, and but, then what was so? And if you're gonna have three fucks, why not add another one instead of say shoot? Absolutely. Oh shoot. Just go crazy with it. Jonah has a trash mouth. We know this. Um, so, yeah, again, like, Brie hands over the ring, and, like, she just is, like... I said, why do they make such a big deal of the ring? Isn't that a classic, like... Like, that's the first thing you give up when you get robbed. And you always bounce up from it. First thing they ask for is the ring. It doesn't mean you're not married or engaged anymore. Also... The, uh, the 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 custodian uh, woman, she's never seen the ring. Right. She doesn't know what it is. It could be a friendship ring. Right. It could be like some sentimental value. Because all they did at the when they they were like, my sister lost her ring. That's where we got caught up. You know, they didn't yeah. say like she lost her engagement ring. So she's like, I want the ring. You know, and they could have. I mean, if Jonah was wearing, had been wearing a, like a, just a ring, they could have been like, here it is. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? Because she's already said like she, there was only 80 bucks in Bree's account. Yeah. Which then I'm thinking, well, like, because Jonah comes in and says, I'm at minus five. So you're taking me to dinner. And I'm like, yeah. well, you're not going anywhere great for 80 bucks. And if here, all you have is 80 bucks in your account. Yeah. And here's the other thing is that like, I was like, does does Brie maybe do it like me? Like she has a cash account where she keeps her quote unquote allowance. And then she has the other ones in a different account. Oh, sure. Or are they so broke that that's the other issue between like the, with, with the ring? It's like, it probably took him a really long time to save up for it. Now, if I was writing this movie, I would have been David and I would have said, hey, did you get your engagement ring clean before you went to the pool with your sister? And the message, I don't know where you are. I know you said you were going to get your engagement ring cleaned. You were going to the pool with your sister. Just throw it in there. It's so easy. Like, he's trying to track her down. Maybe he's subconsciously, like, just, like, backtracking through what he thought her schedule was that day. You know, there's ways that that could have been fit in without it being so... So like a just a lead weight plopped onto the yeah, glass coffee the way, table. Yeah, by the way, you know, you know, by the way, um I have Friday off, so let's go get your engagement ring fitted. 
that would have been a better, there's a lot of things, so you don't, you know, like. Absolutely. Could have been a lot of things that he threw in in one of those messages. By the way, I still think he's cheating on her. Totally possible. So, Bree's like, I don't want to talk, I want to be alone, which I wrote LOL. Like This was the best part of the movie for me. This was, I love this, it's a two shot, I don't want to talk, I want to be alone, and she just doggy paddles like out of the shot. <laughs> it's just her doggy paddling past Jonah like to go be alone, which I, for some reason, I, LOL. I, just I thought mean, that it's was just, just so ridiculous. I want to go be alone. So some time passes and Bree is freezing, holding on to one of the pool lanes. She hears something. It's the door opening. Then she hears police sirens. Um, she screams for help. Then her fiance comes bursting in. Like the light hurts her eyes. She's been in there for so long. Uh, he grabs her out of the pool. He tells her she's safe. He holds her. He tells her that they need to get Jonah. Um, she can't leave. We see that Jonah is struggling underwater. Bam. Whole thing was a dream. Yeah. Fucked up, man. Yeah. How dare you, Lifetime? <laughs> so Brie wakes up and calls for Jonah and sees uh, that she's holding the piece of plastic to her neck. Oh, the, yes. This is where we... Yes. Yeah. And um, she says she can't break on her now. They're gonna, they are, they are going to survive. Jonas says that if they do survive, there's nothing out there for her. No one would even notice. Which, don't be so self-centered. Like it's that self, it's that way of being like downplaying yourself while also being incredibly self-centered. Yeah. No one would notice. Like yes. why? She don't have a fiance. Like mom and Steve are so busy that they wouldn't notice that their drug addict daughter Jonah has been like. I mean, come on. Jonah. Maybe if you didn't think Steve's name was Phil. Maybe if you bothered to get to know Steve a little bit, you'd right. find some empathy there or some compassion. Maybe if you weren't shitting on your sister's fiance, the one person who's made her happy in this life that you both know has been fucking miserable for both of you. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so. She talks her down from the ledge. Yeah, she talks her down from the ledge. She's like, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. They apologize. So the janitor paces and she looks at the ring. Bree's phone rings again. It's David freaking out. Um, one thing that I love, he's like, I'm going to call the cops if you don't come home soon. And then at the end of it, he goes, Brie? And he like, it's almost as if he thinks he's talking into an <laughs> 80s answering machine. And like, the issue is just that Brie hasn't picked up the phone. Like, she can hear him <laughs> leaving the message. And I'm like, that's not, like, answering machines haven't worked that way for 15 years. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Um... So Jonah's in the pool saying, she's like, when I get out of there, I'm going to eat the whole Thanksgiving turkey by myself, which I'm like, I don't know. I think you can offer a leg or something to Brie. She's been in this as well. She's probably also hungry. But also, and it needs her blood sugar if her blood sugar's low. I mean, you're going to not give her any turkey. Like, right. You know. right. Plus, I was like, Brie would have croaked from diabetes by now, I, I think, you know. How long can you go without a shot? Well, I don't know. I didn't go that far into it. I, I got a little... After the whole message board uh, fiasco, I, I I did look up some facts about diabetes, but I I just was like I'm am done. I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not I gonna go this far. I love the thought that a diabetes message board like fucking exhausted you, and you're like, man, I can't find this is too dark. <laughs> I'll deal with this when I get diabetes. I'm not fucking with this now. It was making my blood sugar dr just plummet, yeah. so I was just like, you know. I deal with I deal with low blood sugar issues as well. It's not fun being hypoglycemic. I'm so, you know, I get really grumpy when I'm on I yeah. have to graze constantly. I'm constantly grazing. Totally. So um, we have another scene with my favorite actress. Um, 
God, when we get out of here, I'm gonna eat the entire Thanksgiving turkey all by myself. Here, give me your hand. I need to figure out what to say to her when she comes back. If she comes back, she will. People like her need people like us to feel good about themselves. Yeah, like a psycho version of Nurse Ratchet. When she comes back, you follow my lead, all right? I will, I promise. Miss? Yeah, it's me. Thank you for coming back. I'm not one of those monsters you keep talking about. No, you're not. We know that now. Really? Yeah. We've had a lot of time to talk since we've been down here. We get it now. At first it seemed like an accident, but we know it happened for a reason. Go on. There's a lot of things we've done in our lives that were, that were wrong. Right, Jonah? Right. Being down here, it's given us a lot of time to think. And when you let us out of here, we're going to change a lot of things. We promise. I'm really sorry for everything. You know, I used to be just like you. I used to have everything. And then it can all go away in like one second. So you better appreciate each other. We do. I'm gonna hit the code now. And when this cover opens, I'm not gonna be here. I don't want to ever see you two around here again. Do you get that? Yeah, we understand. Okay, we just write this whole thing off to a lesson learned. That's all it was. <laughs> Spoiler alert, she doesn't know the code. And she interacts with the machine that you punch the code into with such reckless abandon She's just smashing it. Like, she's just mashing the keyboard and literally... Sm I'm like, if it did work, it does. It certainly doesn't now. Yeah, and b b by the way, like, twice before, she's she's just gone up and been like... Di -di 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 -di. Like, like she's been punching in codes yeah. for a while. She's She's been punching in codes, uh, other people's codes. She got the phone code, the ATM code. I was going to say, maybe she's got too many numbers floating around. Could be. She has like some number fatigue or something. Um, so she tells the girls that the manager gave her the pass about a month ago and it's now it's not working. Um, so she's like, you're on your own now. Uh, <laughs> after like, you know, this has been a lesson learned and like, you know, still really questioning whether or not this was a lesson that needed to be learned, like if there's a lesson in there even. We never find out the lesson. We never find... She said, I used to have everything. Yeah. I, well, what I'm was like, that? Yeah, we don't... Like, I, I, this is where... 
like, I don't want to need to, I don't want to be spoon fed, you know, but like, you got to give me something. You got to like open the locket. Maybe just let me see a peek inside, you know, just let me see, I, what happened to the daughter. Give me a glimpse inside of that locket. What, what was everything? What was the everything that you had, you know, mm-hmm. um, so, part of the everything. I'm needing a lot more on the everything. Yeah. And additionally, this woman doesn't look like she ever really had everything. Like, you know, like what, like snacks? Like, I mean, like you, <laughs> like maybe, like she had like a friend or two or something. But like this woman, unfortunately, she looks like you know, she looks like life has never been really easy for her. There's definitely, you know, it's. Unless it was like a faces of meth thing and it just started to catch up to her from there. And that's not a slam to the actress. If anything, it's just, you know, she played the part really well. But like, she never looks like anything has ever been easy for her. Yeah, you don't get a whiff of like, you don't, it's not like under the layers of, of tragedy, there's some thing there that you don't get that like right that like i once was like a you know a daddy's girl and did great in school and i had a pony and had a great boyfriend and then i got into math you know like it's like not it's it's like a lackluster like intervention like the first like 40 minutes of intervention <laughs> um like she's been beaten down and yeah. she was always beaten down always uh, this woman never i mean the the sad thing is that this woman probably does think she's had breaks in her life and i'm like honey you don't know what a break is you're yeah. just beating up these girls for no reason so um Bree's unconscious in the lane divider jonah's uh slowly she's like shaking her awake she slowly opens her eyes She's like, I'm not going to make it. Um, and then Bree says she has a confession to make because they might not make it. So I was going to play this. I think we can kind of cut to the chase. Bree noticed that dad caught himself on fire and she held him down uh, so that he would continue to burn. So young Bree helped burn her father to death. She killed the monster. She killed the monster. Yeah, she... Uh, I mean, she definitely ate it in it, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, mean, he was too drunk to notice he was on fire, so... But this is where you see the the small differences in her story. I mean, was that the story she always fed Jonah? Was that, you know, he was too drunk, or was it... But was he... I guess he he tried to get up, and she held him down, so there was that... Fuck that, dude. Um, So, Jonah decides, like, now that she knows that her sister murdered their dad, she's really going to go after that great. So... She's um tries a bunch of times. Bree is basically almost gone uh, at this point. She wakes her up with some mouth to mouth in the pool. Jonah is able to make a hole large enough. Oh, she she um she takes that dirty old bathing suit that she shoved under her head. Yeah, which by the way, where did that bathing suit come from? She found it when she was checking for weak spots in the. Oh. She I came have... upon it and was like, "Ew!" Like uh, it's just some old trunks that are floating in the pool. Ew. <laughs> There you go. Exactly. You had the same exact reaction. That some kid got out of the pool naked. That's 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 the implication. But also, you layer if you're training. What's that? You layer your suits if you're training. Oh, I didn't know that. So you get more drag, so that like when you yeah, I was a high school swimmer. So you like you would wear like three or sometimes up to three bathing suits on top of each other. And then when you would go to competition, you would like swim a lot faster because you would have less drag. Like your muscles would be 
It's like warming up with in the batter, the batters with the two bats or the you know heavy yeah, bat exactly. donut. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different ways that bathing suit could have gotten in the pool. You know, a lot of ways, tons of ways. But, I I thought that maybe Jonah was. I, I thought that maybe Brie had been wearing them because she's like the practical sister. I noticed I, I don't remember any. I, I remember her getting out and not having them on. But I was like, maybe she she does seem like the kind of bitch who'd swim with a pair of shorts on over her bathing suit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does kind of. You know, like, she what? gives you that vibe. Like, I'm going to just, I'm, it's, I'm here to just swim it out and I'm going to be modest. I don't need anyone looking at me. Um, so Jonah makes a hole large enough with the grate, um, that she can hit her hand through. And this literally made me sick because like, she does like, I'm like, hit it one more time. And exactly. You, and you are probably not going to fucking bleed out. She like cuts her main artery, like, uh, like sliding her hand. Like, okay. First of all, that was a, sick. it was a pretty <laughs> cathartic moment when she broke through. Yeah. You know, if you want to take the the metaphor of like, you know, smashing the glass ceiling, you yeah. know, like a woman, you know, heavy, you know, um, but like just, yeah, hit it once more or twice more. I couldn't. I couldn't. I literally, it makes me sick to think about it. It was it gratuitous. Really, it was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. So... Then, um, basically, she drags her sister out. The hole gets bigger somehow. I don't know if she sat there and made it bigger or what. She goes back in, gets Bree, drags her out of the hole, which I'm also like... Which, she would be cut up. I'm like, throw a towel down on the on the side of the on the ledge or something. So, um, she, like, basically shoves her sister's insulin in her legs. She's slowly starting to come, aw- come awake again, and... Uh, like Jonah's hysterical. Like she's like, this is I now I can be the sister I've always wanted to be. I've never been th- the best sister. I just saved my sister's life. I mean, it's also like the narcissism of an addict as well to be like <laughs> new page. It's like no Jonah, like you're gonna survive this, and then like in two weeks it's gonna be back to your regularly scheduled programming. You like, still have a syringe be, in your glove box, so yeah. don't like. You I know. mean. And I mean, what could that possibly be for? There would be no treatment center that would be like, just to remember your your sobriety, hang on to a syringe. Like, there's no way that that's like. So I still don't. <laughs> that's I, a, it's a totem instead yeah. of a, instead of a disc at a you know. Yeah, I got like my a, month disc. Yeah. I, I got my you know two year syringe. Yeah, and like it's she's only three months in. It's like I feel like someone would have cleaned her car while she was at rehab. That seems like one of the first things you do. That's a very yeah, unless she's allergic to bees. Oh really? You can you. She could be an EpiPen, but oh. it didn't look like an EpiPen. Mm-mm. It was a syringe. So. But I've I, seen those on intervention. That's a syringe. So. This isn't really worth playing this audio either. But the woman comes in with a gun. And she's like gonna kill them both because they got out of the pool. And yeah. I'm like. I think it's pretty obvious they're gonna let you go for this. Like they're just had like. As they have been saying since the jump, they just want out of the pool. Yeah. She says, I made it all the way to the car and I couldn't stop thinking about you girls. A, how far away was the car? I know. That like, that, and did you, you keep a gun in your car as an ex-con? I think she sat in there with like a, with like a cigarette and smoked and she was like, what do I do, man? Like, do I have to... You know, I can't go back to jail, but I don't want to kill 
I mean, that, I mean, I kept thinking to myself, this woman could have turned this whole thing around by just being a good Samaritan and letting them out. That would have probably gotten her so much more far with the parole board and everyone else. Oh, totally. Right from the get-go. Yeah, they're like, you really have changed. You had an opportunity to manipulate two girls and you didn't take it. Bless you, bless you. You were tiny sneezes. Um, So... Oh, yeah, so, so there's no re. This is a total bogus. Like, this is just to get the ring back for them. Totally. Um, so she can't bring herself to shoot them. She gives Bree back her ring, and then they all sit there and cry as Jonah calls the cops. Um, Jonah's like, "Run! Just like get out of there while you still can." Yeah. Um, and Bree wakes up on a stretcher and is like, "Is this real?" It's very real. <laughs> it's it's real because it it's very real and it's very very minima, minim, minimal. Right. Like there's there's two EMT workers and two cops. That was the thing that shocked me. Where I was like, can we get this girl on the bus? Like, why is she just sitting here on a stretcher? Like you're checking, like you check her vitals inside there. You don't just like. They were sitting there for like 10, they had like a 10 minute conversation. And if you look at Jonah's wrist, the bandaging is, it's the shoddiest oh bandaging work I've I, seen. It makes me want to vomit thinking about that whole thing. Like that, that the, the wrist, it makes me want to vomit to think about it. I really does. It's the most upsetting thing to me. I bet that was a day. A whole flipping day to shoot that wrist Ooh. scene. Like, we got the special effects guys. Come on, let's get the latex. We got to try it again. How many days do you think it took to film this movie? 18. You know? No. Oh. Um, I'm going to look like, up what the budget was, too, in, in a minute. But uh, there's a conversation between them. Brie goes, you did it. And Jonah goes, we did it. And Brie's like, I never doubted you. I guess we're even. And... um. Jonah's like, not yet. And she gives her the ring. And Bree's like, how? And Jonah's like, I killed the monster. And I'm like, no, you told her to run. No, and she says, because I thought, my guess, throughout this whole thing, I kept writing lines I was guessing that they would say. Right. And I was wrong often. But on this one, I, I thought she was going to say, I killed the monster. But she said, we killed the monster. And then, like you said, no, oh. she let the monster go free. Yeah. Nobody killed the monster. There's and like also long story short, she really wasn't a monster. She was just a damaged woman. Yeah, exactly. And I think that we can all admit that like it's pretty obvious that like you know she came back and fixed. I mean, it's just. I mean, if you want it's a lot of hot air. I don't appreciate it. No, I mean, if you want to dig deeper, which I don't think they do, but if you want to like me look look at the metaphor of like you know the monster being the 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 toxic issue that they never talked about. This, right. This, you know, this boil in their relationship that needed to be lanced. Right. You know, they, they, they cleansed that. They killed that monster. But that's just the same monster that they were talking about from the get-go. So, I don't um, know if I ever want... I never want resolution like that in my life. I would just rather die just with the way it is. Like, I'd be like, do we really have to talk about this? Like now I know you killed someone. Like now, now we've <laughs> both acknowledged that I was molested. Like, can we just not talk about it? Like, it would. Just, I would just feel. I don't. I don't get satisfaction from closure like that. It's a real checks and balances system that uh, doesn't always add up to on the plus side. Yeah, you know? no, really doesn't. Like you know, there's conversations I know that I could have with 
either parent or, you know, sibling about certain things, you know, that you're like, well, is this really going to, like, what's this going to do for how me? How productive is this really going to be? Yeah. How, how good am I going to feel after this? How, you know, what's the longevity of the positivity that I'm going to feel, you know? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes it's, it's, it's just, it's better to just not. Um, so we're going to do our scale in a minute, but I just want to show you some things. So this is the poster for the movie. Make sure to pay attention to the font. Can you see that? Well, yeah. Okay. And then the little writing above it says 10, uh, 100,000 gallons of water, 50 meters wide. No way out. Wow. Like when they say that many gallons and that many meters, I'm like, oh, that's actually big. It doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. It could be a lot more claustrophobic. Yeah, I mean, it could be an above-ground pool, like just a small circle. That, that would be um, that to me would be as bad, if not worse. That's like I think it'd be worse. It'd be like being, you know, buried alive. Also, I was wondering if twelve feet deep, like, had some deeper significance, meaning like, you know, six, six feet, feet under, feet well, and then, then like two people, you know. And, I, and then I was like, they're twins. That's like, this is, I kept coming back to the twin theory. I'm on board now. I, I think, I love it. I think uh, the twin theory, I don't see why. I think it's, yeah. Why I love not? The, why not? And I mean, because they're not identical and they had different rooms. I think that's the number one thing that stands out to me. I mean, Brie could be so conceited that she refers to her sophomore year as their sophomore year. No, but I like, I like, I like, the, I love the womb I yeah. love the pool as womb metaphor. Yeah. You know? um, There's a lot. Of, I mean, again, we're, we've thought about this so much more than they ever will. Um, 6,785 people have voted on this movie for in terms of reviews on um, IMDb, and it has a 5.9. I think that's incredibly generous. I th- think it's ex- extremely generous. Yeah, I, I think, you know... There's if this movie was a pool, there'd be so many holes it would be uh, it would have leaked all the water out already. Yes, right? exactly. That's <laughs> oh. a stretch, but I I'm gonna go there. Um, um, so there's some there's a goof on IMDb that might be fun. Uh, the shot used to revive Bree in the end is a red orange glucagon pen. A glucagon? Glucagon pen. Well, there. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm. That's uh, that's then then that's what she needs because her blood sugar was low. So they did do the right thing. So it wasn't a goof. Wow. It was the right pen. We got to redirect that movie something dot com. We have to redirect the conversation. Yeah, I, I gotta just just I'm just gonna cut and paste. Um, plot holes. There's two of them. Only two. One of the sisters tried to pull the metal cover from the bottom of the pool. As she's pulling on the cover, she's also standing on top of it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, this is. Oh my! I'm about to read something that's gonna blow your mind. I can't wait. The sisters recover the engagement ring, but never think to use it to cut a hole in the fiberglass cover. The stone in the ring is a diamond. It would cut through fiberglass. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I mean, we knew that David was a cheapskate. 
Amy got that CZ. She was afraid to test test to see if it's a real diamond. Yeah. What if it doesn't cut? I mean, what if it doesn't? I mean, I would rather die in here than know whether or not it's a fake diamond. <laughs> if it doesn't cut, I can't even. I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, so there's some trivia. Okay. Uh, shot in only 14 days in a single location. Okay, all right. 14 days. That's not bad. You were really close. Um, according to an interview with 1428 Elm, director Mike, how do you say his last name? Eskandari, I think. Yeah, Eskandari said the film stemmed from his own fear of pools and the ocean by saying, pools and oceans all trigger a bona fide sense of dread for me. Just the whole idea of being trapped in a pool makes me sweat. I decided to tap into that fear, and the concept blossomed from there. Jonah is named as a homage to Jonah from the Old Testament, a character who's trapped in the belly of a whale. Oh, wow. Totally lost me on that one. I mean, I should have. I I mean... I've heard the story of Jonah and the whale. Um, I'll read one review, and then we have to... What I'm going to ask you to think about while I go through these reviews... Um, is uh, what's your what do you think is the finest made film of all time? Most, most excellently well made film ever. Ooh. Wow. Okay, I'll think about it. And like, it doesn't have to, it can be personal to you. It doesn't have to be something that like everyone would be like, yeah, that's the one. Personal to me, I think Badlands. Badlands, okay. Yeah. So when we do our scale, that's going to be number one. And uh, number five is Mother May I Sleep With Danger. So just thinking of your most classic Lifetime movie. So this is a uh, still a five-star review. It's from UT Guard 14. She writes, a couple of... Ooh, God. A couple of sisters, one of which is extremely tough to like, get trapped in a covered swimming pool over a holiday weekend. While struggling to survive, they talk about all their cliched issues, abusive father, drug addiction, petty jealousy, etc. Then this bitch janitor with her own cliched issues shows up and the whole film goes off the rails. I mean, I was into it for a little while because I'm a sucker for stories like this. And that was that was rife with cliches. That it was rife with cliches wasn't even killing it for me. But I guess they couldn't stretch that out for a feature film runtime, so they added the janitor thing. Whatever they think they were, uh, whatever they think they were going for her with her character, they completely failed at it. She totally tanks the movie, and it becomes less about surviving and more about beating this horrible woman. The film mistakenly expects us to care mistakenly expects us to care about and they don't even beat her by the way i won't say what happens but if you're like me you'll be screaming with obscenities over the ending just like jonah yeah um really took it out on the wrong person yeah i agree completely i think that that was a real like she's like the kind of girl that i uh, i i don't i don't fight with people like that i'd just be like yeah really you think that was the problem like i can't have a conversation with you yeah yeah just yeah oh okay that's interesting i avoid relationships because of people that talk like that (laughs) so um the author of this i am not going to it's nina 
Garwal. She's from London. And um, she writes, it's the worst movie she's ever seen. One star. This review may contain spoilers. This movie infuriated me with how badly acted and idiotic the characters were. They literally could have made it out right at the start, but she only decides to actually do something in the end when her sister is dying. Such a bad storyline. The elder sister suggested that they both move move the grate to smash the pool cover, but the younger one throws a tantrum and only gets out of her tantrum when her diabetic sister is drowning. And then she decides it's time to go get the grate. Also, the older sister makes such a big deal about having to give her credit card pin to the psycho pool employee and contemplate being left in the pool to die rather than give it. But she only had like $70 or whatever that amount was in her account. 80 Yeah, true. So, yeah, I mean... I, you know, I would have, I really would have, I would watch a movie about the custodian. I, I want to see her story. She's the only person I care about in this whole factor. I mean, there's a Lifetime movie. Jonah relapsed, by the way, I'm so sure. Like, <laughs> I don't hope that for her, but someone wrote, how is this scored so high? Garrett W46 from the United States writes, bad. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> the high score drew me in, even though it did not sound slash look very good, but I'm a sucker for a horror slash thriller. Good old bait and switch. Producer must have hired the chick, hired a chick farm. Oh, sorry. Producer must have hired a click farm to create the amounts and give his movie a high rating. Good I'd be Lord. cool with that if it was in any way good. Oh, my God. A click farm. Is that like just a bunch of people that click on things for you? Wow. I, I don't know, but I think that might be the most revealing thing I've learned here today. I mean, it could be it, right? A click farm. A click farm. Um, so we do a scale here. Um, we're trying to find out which movie is the most lifetime out of all the movies we've watched this season. Um, one is Badlands. Five is Mother May I Sleep with Danger, meaning it's very lifetimey. We don't call it bad. We just mean it's very lifetimey. Yeah. So on a scale of Badlands to Mother May I Sleep with Danger, one to five, where is the acting on this for you? Um, there's so few characters so you have to like consider there's not a lot of characters so like the guy at the beginning surprisingly holds a lot of weight like carries a lot of weight yeah um one is one is mother may I sleep with danger five is oh five is okay so if it's really bad it's a five (sighs) it's really good badlands well yeah it's it's I, I there's it comes with a caveat, but I'm gonna say uh, it sounds so middle of the road, but I didn't give it a three. Okay, there's nothing wrong with middle of the road, you know. I think that these are not terrible actresses. No. But I think they've been given a dog turd to 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 put to to speak around. Right. It's they, just. You know. They really were not given a lot to work with. No, and the lines that they're forced to, you know, uh, say, and the, and the, and no direction. I feel like there was no direction other than technical direction. Of right, like, you know, like they probably were just like hanging out, you know, just like, like that's probably, great, that's great. Okay, we're gonna do just one more for safety, and then we want to get another shot of you swimming towards the bar mat. <laughs> Absolutely, so many swimming shots. So underreactions, um, something crazy happened and, uh, there was no appropriate reaction. It was an underreaction. Oh, um, 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two, one or two. I mean, it didn't seem like. Oh, I think the whole thing was an underreaction. I think this is a five for an underreaction. But there was so much screaming and slapping and the water and banging and. I just think like even the woman when she got her ear stabbed, like she didn't like really scream enough. Like I think that like whenever she'd find her sister half dead in the pool, she'd be like, "Hey, hey, come on, don't leave me." Okay, now. all right. And I'm like, I'd be freaking out. Like, I don't True, know. True, but there's God. I mean, I literally wrote like I I I drew a like eye roll face at one point and just wrote like so much crying screaming sitting I just I, then I mean I you know maybe you're very even tempered I feel I feel like you would probably find find the right mix yeah I mean sadly I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Oh. <laughs> Your eye roll face is really cute. I, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick with a two. Okay, go with two. That's just my opinion. Overreactions. Oh, uh, five. Okay, there's your five. I mean, it's so funny because I think that's like, I would do the opposite, but I'm also a very dramatic person. Uh, dialogue. Oh, five. Yeah, it's really bad. It was really bad. There weren't even like jokes. Like sometimes they do like a joke that's like, okay, that technically it that is a joke. Like that that's a proper joke. There's a beginning, middle, end, or like there's a setup and a punchline. There's there was nothing. Like keep stop eating all that Chinese food. Those fortunes are gonna rot your brain. Like that's not no. Like that's someone desperately trying to be clever yes desperately trying to be clever or like you know quit 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 running around you regret like i mean that's not even a joke it's just like trying to be like that's just i i mean yeah like uh, no I, one says rug rats in real life. No one says rug rats. No one would call a stranger's kid you little shit right yeah. off the bat like just you know, no, I mean, there was just so much there that was just it made no sense. Um, I, although I think the custodian Clara, like if anybody like there was a couple kind of wry moments like yeah. from her. But uh, no, nothing qualified as a joke. No, that was all in her acting, too. Yeah. Like she really brought something special to the part. What that was, I still, still haven't put my finger on it, but she's great. Yeah. So uh, wardrobe. Well, um, I'm going to base this, I'll give it a, I'll say four. Um, I mean, the purse alone upsets me so much. The bathing suit choices were interesting. Um, I wish that they had been given an opportunity to have suits that reflected their own style. Yeah. I appreciated that they weren't dated. Um, You know what I mean? It's very easy to date a a bathing suit to get dated. Yeah, um, I, they were classic swimsuits. I also am just like, who is this heroin addict who has like pristine workout gear? Yeah, I mean that's like a I swim laps kind of yeah. bathing suit. Yeah, like I would. Uh, yeah, and then but the, at one point the custodian is wearing coveralls, which I thought was a little like, okay, come on, that's yeah. that's a costume designer that's just too eager to like, right? You know, because you're not. 
they don't wear coveralls. She cleans for a living. She's not like, she, those are also like her regular clothes. Yeah. You know? Um, okay. Uh, so wardrobe, we're giving it a four? Same. I mean, f- yeah, I think so. I mean, I could say five. It's just, so, it's so limited. No, it's not it's that. So it it wasn't that, that offensive. Yeah. It wasn't that offensive. I, I'd say four. Then under there, we have two subcategories, wigs and weaves, um, which I don't think we really interacted with much in this. No, I mean, her hair got caught in the pool drain, but there was a... There the, was about that. And so, there was a, a comment about the gravy, wavy, gravy brown hair of the boyfriend, but no, there was yeah, no... There's I no mean, yeah, no, they did a great job of making the convict's hair look like messy and like... Yeah. You know, like she just doesn't wash her hair. There's something going on there with that. Um, makeup. This is very interesting. Makeup. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'll. I'm gonna say a two. It's because good. because I, I thought, and I don't know. Um, it, it almost looked like the the pool, the the two leads, the makeup was either non-existent or just very minimal. Yeah. And I think because they're acting in water, but I mean, it, they looked very natural to the point of not looking great at like right both of them had kind of splotchy faces they they were graying or something yeah and like also like they had like gray face also brie like when she gets cold she turns a little bit blue but it doesn't it just makes it look like she kind of ate a popsicle like two days ago (laughs) and hasn't brushed her teeth like it wasn't like the bright blue mouth it just was like is your mouth like a little blue gray right now like what's going on there um crying uh, that big emotional crying jag you look for that. I mean, I, I, I you know, four, four. I think. What do you think? Yeah, I thought especially like once they got out, like Jonah was just like really crying way too much. And there was so many like just like frustration in the pool inside. I want to get out. And then, yeah. then the custodian was crying at several. There's no like wailing. I do love like a whale in order to give it to give it like a five. I need a whale, but like there wasn't anything. Yeah, it was just um, consistent crying. It was like a lot. Yeah, just consistent misery. Uh, victimization of the female character. Oh. Lifetime is television for women, so like the pulse of it has to be that like. Like, even with the Menendez Brothers movie that they just did, they really focused on the molestation aspect of it and how um, how hard Kitty's hands were tied. Who played the mom in that? Courtney, Courtney Love. Love. And she was phenomenal. Awesome. She didn't even look like herself. That's, that's cool. It took me, like, a hot minute to realize who it was. I was very impressed that there were three female leads. I, was, uh, yeah. I, thought, that was, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. That was a good thing. Um, so we see a victim in the in the custodian. She herself is a victim of this world in a lot of ways. Her absolutely. daughter, God knows what happened to her. She's yeah. a victim. She's just a locket now. But then the two sisters are like, they're already in a bad situation. And now it's it's like on top of the situation being bad, they're being tormented. Yes, they're being tormented both both physically by their surroundings and emotionally and mentally by what there f- is forced to come up during that time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just some lady being mean to them. Oh god, yeah. 
That Absolutely. Doesn't help either. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And just this lady just, just being just, just fucking with them. Yeah. Yeah. For why? Yeah. Like they're in a pool. Like how much could they possibly be giving you? Um, so I don't know. For this, it's, for me, it's like a four. I'll go. I'll, I'll, like I'm going to stand on your four. It's not like Jody Arias where you're like, wow. Like, poor Jodi Arias. Like, I really have... I use that movie all the time. That's a big reason why this became... This podcast, I found... I found that to be an important thing to note in this was because you watch that Jodi Arias Lifetime movie and you're like, she was driven to do this. It's not really her fault. Who played Jodi Arias? Um, Some girl from Lost. Steven, do you know her name off the top of your head? Like something... uh, Something Richards... Yeah, she's like a uh, she's cute. She was brunette on Lost, and then I mean, obviously she did the full range for Jody. Jody had every hair color, but um, yeah, she, she had. Uh, but it really made what you. What did Ronnie call it? Call it possum face? Because Jody Arias has possum face in real life too, and they found an actress who kind of has a vague possum face. And did it? And and oh did, yeah, Ta- Tanya Ramonde, not Richards. Tanya oh, right, right, right. Raymonde. Yeah, okay. I remember not knowing how the fuck to pronounce that. Did you know a lot about the case before you saw the Lifetime movie? Not much, no. And that's not, and that's one like not like me. So that was really kind of my introduction to it. And then, of course, I got really into like, the documentaries and everything. But but it but it affected how you felt about the case and her and. Oh yeah. 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 Big I don't time. know. I, think, I don't know enough I, about it. I would let Jody free tomorrow. I think that Mormon guy fucked with her. Fucked with her way too much. He was in it for the sex. He couldn't say to himself, you know what, Travis set a boundary and keep it. He needed to keep that boundary. Yeah. Font. That's our final one. An asshole. Uh, font. Like poster? Like poster, like any font you saw like at the beginning. I, I did watch it with subtitles. You know, I have some hearing issues. <laughs> <laughs> but you can pick your subtitles, uh, you know, so I, I can't really, can't really you can blame. You can pick what your font is for your subtitles? Uh, to some degree on, on Amazon, I think there's like a, you can pick different, uh, there's different that's options. That's funny. It is. I'm sh- I, that would be like, that's a, that would be like a very good modern Seinfeld episode. Like the I always go wingdings because I just cat. love to guess. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I would say... Uh, Based on the poster, based on multiple titles. <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, I mean, it's, I don't think it was it's two or three, really. Yeah, it's, it's a good two. You know, it's not. It wasn't uh, that bad. It was clean. They kept it clean. A yeah. lot of times they get really like, like lots of like swirly things. And, like, can, you, can you think of a five? Just a font five? Um, the one... Um, that we did uh, his secret life. I think one of the posters was really bad. It was a five. Oh, um, Liz and Dick had terrible fonts because it was like half of them seemed like they were from a sci-fi film. Like it'd be like pr- the produced by would seem like it was from like the opening segment of like a JJ Abrams show. Like it was like <laughs> this sort of like all lowercase, but like very sleek long lines. And then like the, like the played by would be, it wasn't like old English, but it was just something like very swirly and ridiculous. Um, oh, and that was that during like credits or opening credits? credits. Yeah, 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 yeah. That counts as font. Yeah, sorry, I was for, I was forgetting about that. But yes, this had no, not remarkable. Lifetime tends to pick a lot of stock fonts. Ah. Uh, yeah. Like I could have done it on my computer, sort of things. 
That would be great to recreate all the like, right? all of our episode titles with in the lifetime font of the movie that it's that we That's covered. Genius. Somebody, somebody, get out there and do that. Someone get out there and do that, you guys. <laughs> do it. Um, oh, and I'm just gonna say something really quick. So if you're playing bingo at home, uh, you hit a home run today. Uh, Juno Temple is my favorite actress. Okay. That's our center square. I mentioned Juno Temple. Um, okay, so <laughs> happens every week. I can't help it. I love her. Um, so everything I write is for her. Um, oh yeah, we did mention Jody already too. So oh good, um, we all, all classics. So and you said uh, Wigs and Weaves was like a one. Yep. Yep. So we have thirty-two. So not at the bottom, but not at the top either. That's it's a nice mid range. I'm glad that we didn't go too extreme on this one because it wasn't a, it wasn't as offensive as it could have been and it wasn't as great as it could have been either. It's a good mid range. It's a good mid range one. Especially I mean I mean we've never really had a lifetime movie with Fox in it. Is this a verse Fox? Yeah. They wow. never do it. That's why like at a certain point when I started to watch it, I was like, Oh shit. I think we picked a non-lifetime movie. Like, where are these fucks coming from? Yeah, this one kind of like scooted in the back door of the pool. Oh, no, they loved it. They were like so many fucks in this one. <laughs> um, well, Ted, that was a great episode, and it's 5.58 right now. So why don't we get uh, some information about where people can find you, although you can probably find it also in the bio of this episode. Oh, just uh, at Trumpet Cake on Twitter. How'd you come up with that? Yeah, and Instagram too, I think. Yeah. How did you come up with that name? I, you know, I, I just, <clears throat> I have a very small talent of just picking random absurd words. And it was, I just was like, when I created, got onto Twitter, uh, I didn't think it was, um, you know, anything. And I was just like, here, just a couple of dumb words to put together. Right. And so it was just like, you know, literally, blue, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and then it just kind of stuck. Uh, That's good, though. That's good. I'm glad that you haven't, like, gone through, you know, your team or something to try and have it changed. Oh, f- no. No. You know, people do that. Yeah, I, I guess they do. It's but obnoxious. it's like, whatever. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm not. A bit. And people also change their, well, they don't permanently, but I guess you can change. I, look, no judgment. But the, there was a big thing for a while. Every holiday, people would like... Oh, yeah. You know, like Miss, I at Mr. Spookykins or whatever. I don't know. Or just some sort of pun on their name yeah. for Halloween. I don't know. It's, hey, but whatever gets you joy. I don't like I to say. do it for holidays. I, do, I only did it... I, I have one right now. It's Slender Mommy. Well, that... Uh, but... Um, and that it, makes complete sense. But it's been that since, you know... I realized I am Slenderman. Um, that that was basically a big realization for me, and that's when I changed it. Have Have you seen the HBO documentary? Of course, I have. I haven't seen it yet. Lackluster. I mean, here's the thing. It's no fun for I'm I ruin all the fun for myself. Like when Going Clear came out, the Scientology documentary, I was like. Yeah, yeah, that's real nice for you guys that you're having fun with this. But I've been on this for 10 years and I've known all of this for a really long time. And there's no inf- there's no new information. Nothing here. new here. Nothing no. new here. In fact, they could have gone deeper and they could have gone more clear. And that <laughs> was that like that's going with, opaque. Yeah, like exa- it, it was it was opaque. That is exactly what it was for me. Um, but 
I do. Um, I do have to. I do want to watch a show called Murder Made Me Famous. This is one that I've heard about. They have a Jody episode. They have Scott Peterson, uh, and they are letting out new facts in that, which I think are cool. So like, I that. What actually, channel is that? Um, Murder Made Me Famous. I think is on like an A and E or something. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. Um. But um. Yeah, they, that was where they released the fact that Lacey Peterson's mom was low-key, like, scared to bury her daughter without her arms found because she wanted her the arms to be holding Connor. Oh, my God. The baby. Good Lord in heaven. Can I you mean, just bury her with some prosthetic arms? People do very well with prosthetic arms. The, yeah, Both here so. and in the afterlife, I would imagine. Yeah, I know. And it's like they loved her so much, they never had to give anyone that prize money. So uh, they had that half a million dollar fund. You could afford a couple, probably very nice prosthetics. Exactly. Yeah. For that. Well, that's sick. Um, anyway, I'm going to eat tacos and watch Murder Made Me Famous. Steven, uh, I hope you have a beautiful Sunday evening. Ted, thank you so much for being here. This was a, I'm delighted by how many notes you took. I have to tell you. Well, I, I'm glad I could contribute something. You contributed a fucking lot, dude. It was, it was really a lot of fun. So One of I my faves. It. High fives to everyone out there in America. This season is wrapping up soon, so make sure you check out our Patreon page and our Facebook page and make it possible for us to have a season three. Uh, if if you want. All right. Bye, you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bree. Bree. Is this real? It's real. You did it. We did it. Thank you for listening to Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure you're subscribed in iTunes, Acast, or wherever you're listening to this right now. Want to help support the show? We've got a Patreon for that. Patreon.com slash M-M-I-S-W-P. If you can't donate but still want to help, we always appreciate a five-star review in the iTunes store with some kind words or passing this podcast on to your friends. You can find all of our social media pages and keep up with our ranking system by visiting mothermayisleepwithpodcast.com. Thank you to our producers, Stephen Ray Morris and Nicole Matthew, and of course you for going on this weird journey with us. Until next time, I'm Molly McAleer. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.